everybody. Hope y'all had fabulous weekends. We're so glad you're with us. We have a packed show here on Undisputed today. I'm Jen Hale with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Guys, how are we today? <laughs> Good. Y'all don't, y'all don't have the last time I went to Denver. In 2019, I lost my voice. Huh. Half of the game. Did it? But this time it was for a different team. Really? Yeah. Well, then it's my turn to lose yeah, my voice. No, no. How? No. Oh, no. 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 I'm not going to do it today. Not. No. For Detroit. Not after that. Uh-uh. Not after you Dak were... looked middle of the pack yesterday. <laughs> I'm not going to do it today. Uh-huh. I'm going to save it for when it really matters. Yeah, you should be slamming the table for somebody else yeah. we're about to talk about. Okay. That's well, what you should slam the table. All right. Well, I'm about to <laughs> slam somebody somehow. It might be WWF. Well, that's a great here, point, guys. <laughs> Man, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, what is going on? Despite being double-digit favorites, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, another loss. This time to the Panthers, 21-3. Brady had 290 yards and zero touchdowns. After the game, Brady said, quote, no one feels good about how we've played or what we're doing. Shannon, what percent of the blame here does Tom Brady himself deserve? Ooh, ooh, skip. 100. Hmm. 100. You, you don't believe it. 100. You don't really believe that. Just the way I like to do mm-hmm. it. How much credit would you have given them when they won? When they beat New Orleans, That's you gave them credit. That's not the question. No. How he much does he deserve? 95%. Oh, okay. Because he's the GOAT. P.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. P.J. Walker. Let me get P.J. Walker. P.J. Mm-hmm. Walker. P.J. Walker. That's the same P.J. Walker mm-hmm. that was undrafted out of Temple. That's that was true. waved by the Colts. Yep. That led the XFL in passing, and t- passing yards and uh. touchdowns. Wait, that does P.J. Brady Walker. play defense now? That P.J. No. Uh. He don't play defense. Uh. He got three points. Does Devin White play offense? No. He can't give me more than three points? Mm. One touchdown in his last two games. Mm. All you did was come out here last year and pom pom. He's leading the league in passing yards. He's he was. leading the league in touchdowns. He was. That was last year. Yep. Now let's talk about this year. Mm-hmm. And even this year, his peers mm. voted him number one. Number one overall. Pro Football Focus graded him number one overall. What are they grading him right now? Uh, I don't what know. What would his peers vote him right now? Mm. So let's talk about that. Do you, Skip, I don't know if you noticed this that the Bucs have the third fewest offensive touchdowns this season. Mm. The Broncos are number one. I saw them up close and personal. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the Steelers are number two. Mm. That's with Cody Pickett. I mean, excuse me, with Pickett mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Richard Trubisky. Yep. And the GOAT. Mm. The GOAT's on this list with the Panthers, Baker Mayfield, P.J. Walker, and the Bears, mm. Justin Fields. Mm. That's so. Look at those guys. He's on that list. Mm. He's on that list with them. Hurt. Here's Brady, Tom Brady. This is Tom Brady. No de- people at home. This is not the defense. Tom Brady, first nine drives. Punt, 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 punt. Halftime. Punt, turnover downs. Punt, field goal. Mm. What the defense got to do with that? Mm. But let me tell you who's going to get the blame. Byron mm. Leftwich, they're about to come for you. Todd mm. Bowles, they're about to come for you. Mm. Defense, they're about to come for you. Mm. They're always going to place the blame on somebody else mm. when you lose other than Tom Brady. But mm. when they win, Byron Leftwich ain't getting no credit. Mm. Todd Bowles don't get no credit. The defense doesn't get any credit. Tom Brady, did you see that throw? Mm. He wills them to win. They won because of Tom. Mm. But when they lose, they lose because of everybody else. Mm. How is that fair? How is that realistic? You and I both know. Skip, he was awful. The Bucks are now 26th in third down uh, uh, conversion weight. 
2 of 12 last, uh, yesterday, mm -hmm. 4 of 14. So in the last two games, he's 6 of 26. Mm. What does the defense have to do with that? Mm. What does the defense have to do with that? Absolutely nothing. So, Skip, hold on. I know good and well P.J. Walker didn't have a 74 QBR and Tom Brady had a 56. I knew mm. that didn't happen. Mm. So, 13-point favorites. Mm. Tom Brady deserves 95% of the blame mm. because if he had won, you'd have gave him 100% of the credit, mm. just like he did against New Orleans. That one throw. Did you see that throw to Julio Jones against your Cowboys? Did you see it? Yeah. I, what did you see yesterday? Wait, where is Julio Jones? Uh, Whatever happened to him? Now you, That's now, a good question. Now you begging I'm for glad Julio. you brought him now up. Now you begging for Julio. Yeah. Now you begging for Gronk. Mm. You want Gronk to come out of retirement, risk further injury to his body to mm. save Tom Brady. Yep, I've no. been saying it for months. No, it's Tom Brady, yep. hold on. If he's the GOAT, save himself. Mm. Why you always want all these players? Mm. He got everybody. Was Chris Godwin there yesterday? Mm. Mike Evans? Now, that's, that's, th th those are good questions because I'm not sure the answer is yes to any of those questions. The question you need to ask yourself, what's going on number 12? Mm. That's the question you need to ask. And trust me, mm. around the league, everybody is asking those same questions. Are they? Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Tell me when you're finished. Take off. Is that it? Mm -hmm. I want you to get it all out there. And I need you to conclude for me that it is time for Tom Brady to go home. Skip. No? Skip. Let's deal with yesterday. He stunk. Okay. Okay. Let's deal with this year. In seven games, he's okay. been awful. Let's deal with Thursday night against Baltimore. Is it time for Blaine Gabbert to try to take it up a notch? Yeah. Blaine see, Gabbert. See, that's what you do. You still won't address the issue. That uh, wasn't what Jen asked. I'm about Answer to address it and address it and address it. Okay, we'll go ahead and more. address that. Don't try to don't try to move the goal close. Don't try to say it's time for him to go home. Say it's time for Blaine Gabbert. Okay. Talk about yesterday. All right, I'm going to talk about a week ago because the Brady-led Buccaneers were coming off a debacle of a disaster of a nightmare of a game, a loss at Pittsburgh when they were down three-fourths of their secondary and T.J. Watt. Mm -hmm. And they were going to bounce back at Carolina against a team that just shipped Christian McCaffrey all the way across the country to San Francisco. Having a yard sale yeah. with their team. Yeah, well, the, on offense they are, but not on defense. Help me out. Have they given up anybody on defense? Are they going to give up anybody on defense? Help me out. You're in the Hall of Fame. I'm not. Help me out. Are they going to give up anybody on defense? We don't know They yet. say, no, we're going to hang on. They've been very adamant. We're going to keep Brian Burns. We're going to keep Derek Brown. We're going to keep J.C. Horn. We're going to keep Chin. We're going to keep all of our studs on defense. And by the way, that defense very quietly has played pretty well this year because Pro Football Focus going into yesterday ranked the Carolina defense the 11th best in the league. That's that's decent. They, they can compete. They've been competing all year long. All right. So right out of the box, what happens? Let, let's just go right in order. The, the first throw Tom Brady makes is to Chris Godwin, and it goes for 10 yards. And I'm thinking, okay, that looked pretty good. A little swing screen here uh, to uh, Chris Godwin. He gets 10. And now it's time for the second throw of the game. Can we please see the second throw of the football game? This is the little jailbreak screen here to Chris Godwin. That looked that, that, that's vintage Brady. And all of a sudden, Mike Evans, wait, C.J. Anderson just fell down, and Mike Evans cannot hang on to the easiest touchdown throw of his career. Mm -hmm. He is one of the best receivers in football, and yes. I, I think number 12, I don't know, maybe my eyes, maybe I need to get new LASIK. This looked like a great throw about 45 or 50 yards down the field, and Perfect it hits throw. him right in the hands, Perfect. and he gags it. Did everything but catch it. He let the ball sort of play him, and I'm sure it hung up there for what seemed like <laughs> 10 minutes in the air. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do it for us. 
I don't got it. Okay. And what did Mike Evans say after the game? He said, you know, a lot of plays lose games, but he says, here's the quote, no one plays the sole reason you lose, but that was definitely the biggest reason we lost. I seen the life go out of us. It took me a while to get back to playing. It's a team that is teetering, and all of a sudden, its best receiver gags the first big throw of the game. The second pass that should have been completed for a seven to nothing touchdown. And obviously the home team is wondering, are, are we fire sailing everybody on offense? What's left on offense? We still have our defense, but we don't have anybody on offense that we can trust. We're down to our third string quarterback. What would have happened yesterday if Mike Evans had just simply hung on and scored? We don't know. I'm pretty sure that the sky would have fallen on the Carolina Panthers because that was what the Buccaneers needed to feel like, okay, here we go. Now we can go. If you don't mind me asking, what indication have this, the Bucs have given you offensively that if they score that touchdown, they're about to take off? Look at how many points they've scored all year long. One touchdown. I mean, Brady's thrown one touchdown the last two weeks. Sometimes you just need one big play to ignite you. Sometimes you need, because your confidence is waning, number 12 starting to lose some confidence. And what? he's looking at his offensive line and what happened to Luke Gedeke yesterday. I've been talking about him all year. The rookies playing left guard. He got yanked from the game twice. They put him back in, and then they took him out again. They yanked him for the third string left guard, and they're down to nothing. They are not being able to, A, defend and protect Tom Brady, or B, run the ball at all. Help me out. What did they have yesterday? Oh, 46 yards rushing. Could you recognize Leonard Fournette yesterday? You should be able to run on the Panthers. They couldn't run a lick on the Panthers yesterday. Outside of that first game, how did Leonard Fournette look running the football? Okay, well, that's the point. And if we could go to the flashpoint of this game that showed you what was about to happen, this is 7.05 left in the third quarter. It's still a 7-0 game, and they get two cracks on third and one and fourth and one to make one yard for a first down, and the first one goes nowhere. That's Leonard Fournette. And the second one is a toss play to Leonard Fournette that goes nowhere. It was zero and zero. You can't win that way. If you can't get a yard with your big stud lead back, your bell cow back, your your version of the best back in football, you, you can't win a game at Carolina rushing for 46 yards when you can't get one yard on third and one and one yard on fourth and one. It's just hard to have do. We never seen Tom, have, we, have we not seen Tom Brady win games when they can't run the football? I remember they only had, what, five carries against Atlanta down 20, 28 to three. Yeah, and, and now speaking of running the football, People are running all over Todd Bowles' defense, and I never thought I would see the day. And it does bring into question. I'm the biggest Todd Bowles fan you can find. I have called him the best defensive mind in the game, even a little bit above Belichick. That's how much I believe in him and what he has done, certainly for the Tampa Bay defense over the last couple of years. But when you elevate him to head coach, all of a sudden you you dilute his duties. Blame that on Brady. Brady wanted, Brady wanted Bruce Arians out. Okay. All right. That's he fine. He got what okay, he wanted. I'll, I'll give you that. He got what he wanted. He wanted Todd Bowles. And all of a sudden, Todd Bowles is not being able to spend his total time revamping a defense that needs to be revamped. That defense keep leaving, living on the Super Bowl. Okay. They do. And what they talk. Last, last okay, year. Okay. All right. And the, this year, it carried over. Okay. The problem yesterday was 
They're down Logan Ryan, who was a big addition to the defense, and he's got, I, I think it's some kind of fracture in his foot, and I yeah. think he might be gone for the year. Possibly. And they were down Carlton Davis yesterday. He didn't even dress. So he was out. And then they were down their third corner, who's a very good corner, and Sean Murphy Bunting. So you're down three key players in your secondary going into this game, which is why we saw P.J. Walker start to have some success. He didn't exactly throw a party yesterday, but, but he, when he needed to make throws, if we could see his touchdown passes, if, if the, the first one goes to D.J. Moore for 20 yards, and if you can explain to me what happened to Jamel Dean on this play, you're way ahead of me because I don't know what Jamel Dean is looking at. He, he doesn't sink fast enough, and then there That's we the go. Safety. Yeah, I know, but, but it, I, I think Jamel Dean was supposed to go with him. It looked like on the defense he was supposed to go, and he did not, and that was I the end of that. I don't know if that day. looked like water skip. Maybe. I, I yeah. don't know. It looked to me shaky. It, it looks but, – but the point is, it was a great throw, and it was a good catch, and he's a really good receiver, right. as we all know. And then let, let's just go to the, the last one that was the showstopper. The, the P.J. Walker to Trimble pass. The, this is Now you're down to a kid named Zion McCollum, which is combining two, two Pelican names, <laughs> Zion McCollum. C.J. Yeah, and, and here we go. That was and a great throw. What, what a sweet throw that is. That, that looked big time to that me. That was a tremendous. Yeah. Okay, that, that just looked big time to me. Okay, so the, the problem is that all of a sudden, okay, that was that one. Okay, so, so now you're down 21 to 3, and that's it. Now let's look, speaking of rush defense, the, the Buccaneers got run over again. That's 173 yards rushing yesterday, and, and we had two big ones that led to the 14 to nothing touchdown. Could we see Deontay Foreman, who, by the way, the reason they gave up McCaffrey is they're just saying he's too expensive for what he does for us because he can't consistently run it between the tackles. No. He's a little bit of a luxury back to have. Maybe he'll work better in San Francisco he than he'll work for us. He looked okay, good that he, he had good. yesterday. Okay, I got it. But Deontay Foreman... Can he's ball. He's a bruiser. He, he's just a big bruising baller. And so let's look at this is 350 left in the third quarter. Let's look at his 60 yarder. Okay, this is the Buccaneers. This is the Buccaneers. This is the Buccaneers. This is the Buccaneers. I'm seeing three missed tackles. Deontay Foreman probably runs four six ish, probably, but he's he's a big stud of a back. So again, this is the Buccaneers. Really? That's just lack of effort. That's lack of commitment. That's lack of desire. You're just not ready to play. And then what happens on the next play? What does Chuba do on the next play? Mm -hmm. It goes 17 yards, and Devin White misses this tackle. If we can see Chuba's touchdown run, 311 left in the third quarter. 311 left in the third quarter. Here we go to Chuba. No, oh, this is still Deontay. Here, it's coming up after this. Okay. All right. Okay, we've rubbed that one in enough on the poor Buccaneers' mm -mm. run defense. And then here's Chuba. Here's Chuba, and Devin White missed him, and then two guys run into each other and knock him off the, the ball. This is Chuba. I, I just never thought I'd see anything like those two plays back-to-back. -back. Those are back-to-back, -back, 60 and 17 for a touchdown. That's who the Buccaneers have become right now. They can't stop anybody from running the football, which used to be their calling card. You could not run on the Buccaneers. Skip. Is that Brady's fault? Skip. Is that Brady's fault? No, no. But yesterday you were 2 or 12. You was 1 for 3 or 3. You was 1 for I, but, I got but, it. Okay, I get it. You want to show the Buccaneers how they ran. Well, show, show Brady and some of those skip passes. Okay. I thought he was in the rock skipping contest. I'm about to do it. Well, do okay. that, please he, do. Here, here's what's happening right now. Obviously, there's no Gronkowski. I'm still holding out hope. I've said that by November 1st, he's going to come back. Let's see if he comes back.
Tom Brady recruited Julio Jones to be his new deep threat. And Julio's first he had a hamstring, and now I think it's his knee. But I saw one flash against Dallas. He yeah. caught a 48-yarder. And to your credit, you predicted you just can't trust his health going forward. Well, you didn't even you didn't think it'd be this bad because now we're we're seven games right. in, and I've seen one flash of Julio for seven games. And they say they're playing the long game that they hope that they'll have him for the backside of the schedule. And by the way, I remind you, we still have 10 more games in the regular season. So maybe he will rise and shine. But not only do you not have Gronk, but you lost Cameron Brait. And it sounds fairly serious. And I don't know for how long you're not going to have Cameron Brait. So you're down to throwing to a rookie tight end named Cade Otten. Now, do you have anybody underneath who can do Edelman Amendola? They tried to make Scotty Miller that guy, and he's just not. Brady threw in two balls yesterday. He got a grand total of six yards, two for six. And yet against New Orleans in the game at New Orleans that they, they won, they were forced into throwing Scotty Miller the most targets in the game as their pure wide receiver, eight targets in the but, game. But he's not a slot. Okay, he's not a slot. I don't know what he is, but he doesn't help. So I ask you. Where is Gio Bernard? Because he used to be one of Tom's favorites, especially right. down on the goal line. I he would work a little option. Okay, he's on IR. Where's my little man from Vanderbilt, Keyshawn Vaughn, who can flat fly? He, he's out there. He dresses, but they don't let him see the light of play except on special teams. I would like to see him get some touches because he's one of your few lightning bolts that you have on, on the offense because I'm looking more and more when you take away A.B., you, you have no deep threat at all. And I'm sorry, I'm just going to say this because I'm watching closely. Chris Godwin does not look the same to me. He's coming off an ACL. Y'all rushed he, him he, back. He doesn't appear to have the burst he used to have. He, had, he used to have sort of a underrated, underestimated burst in and out of his breaks. He never was a deep threat. No. But, but just on, on just mid-range routes, he could come out of his break. He's not separating the way he used to, and Brady will force some balls to him, but it, it, it doesn't look the same. So it starts to look like Mike Evans or bust. Well, Mike Evans occasionally can fool you and run by you, but what, what do you think he runs the 40 in now? Four, six, or seven, something <laughs> like that? He's six feet, five inches tall. Right. So all of a sudden, I'm showing you they don't have any deep threat at all. And so I think defenses are starting to creep up and up and up and just sitting on any underneath route because you can, because there's no threat here. There's nothing. There's obviously nothing like a Tyreek. There's nothing like a Jalen Waddle. There's nobody who threatens the defense deep. Your quarterback is 45 years of age. Okay. In order for you to get downfield, that means you have to hold up. You mm -hmm. just said your offensive line is suspect. It is. Although he's only been sacked 10 times, which is the second he, fewest he, in all he, of football. He, he just throws the ball away. Okay, so you ask for the flashpoint of the game. These are the three plays. This reminded me of Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship game at Green Bay two mm -hmm. years ago against Tom Brady. They did get it first and goal at the eight. Yeah. This is in the fourth, early in the fourth quarter, and it's a 14 to nothing game. So you'd say, okay, you still you got a shot here. here you, you, got, you, you, right you, don't, you don't really want a field goal. These are the three throws. The first one is to Russell Gage, who's been a little bit of a disappointment. I thought Russell should have caught that one, but whatever. Mike Evans. And, and then this is to Godwin where he just throws. He, he, he threw that away because Godwin was so covered at the – there are three – Panthers around Godwin. And he just said, what's the cardinal sin a quarterback does in the red? You cannot throw a red zone interception. You can't just give them. Right. You can't come away with no points. So the last one's just a flat out 
I got nothing. I'm scrambling. I can't run. I'm just going to throw it in the dirt. Right. And I'm going to take the three because right. that's all we got. So let's run them back again. Let, let's look at them again. So let's do Russell Gage has got a little bit of a chance, but I'm not sure it's really going anywhere. Yeah, so that, that, that'd okay. be a heck of a kick. Okay, all right. And then this one, I think it's another I, throwaway. I just think he throws it in the dirt to Mike Evans because he's double covered and throws it in the dirt. So Brady is thinking in his head, 1,001, 1,002, 1,000. You know, within two to three seconds, he's just going to deliver the football. If anybody's open, hit. If, if they're open, he will find them because he's as, as great a speed reader as we've ever seen. Yeah. But he's looking for either Evans or Godwin for the most part. And if they don't immediately separate, he's just going to get rid of the football. Yep. Okay, so there you go. Those are the Remember Aaron Rodgers on first goal of the eight? He's forcing balls. One was just an airmail, but but he's forcing the ball to Devontae twice at the goal line when he was covered. Well, he risked getting it picked on both of those. Skip, and when you get older, had check it from a guy that played in the NFL yep. and got old, you don't want to take those hits. Tom yep. Brady doesn't want to take those hits. But guess what? Skip, their offense is predicated on that short stuff. It is. So when you down at the eight-yard line, where the hell are you going? I ain't worried about nobody going deep. Because okay. that's not your offense, and you can't go deep because you run out of the end zone. So, Skip, I can just I can just rush for, drop back in coverage, and guess what? Tom Brady gonna skip it or throw it out of bounds because I'm not worried about him running. Okay. I'm not worried about him racing me to a pylon. All right. So, what was this offense known for? What was the New England offense known for? Bing, 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 and all of a sudden, boom! Right? Yeah. Well, he had no booms yesterday because he didn't complete a pass for over 20 yards. Yeah. Because the the there's we showed you one that should have been for whatever that was 65, 65 yards, but in in general, he he doesn't trust anybody to separate deep deeper. So the 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 dink and dunk. That, that he used to just pick you to pieces with is not there because he's not even getting people to separate quickly underneath. So I'm just saying, Lenny Fournette, he, he's looking like he's beat up. And by the way, Mike Evans was limping much of the game. He doesn't look right well, to me. Like he twigged his ankle on yeah, that third on that one, that one down like there. His ankle. Okay, so, I, man, it, they are up against it, but they're going to have to really revamp this thing on the fly. They're going to have to try Keyshawn Vaughn or they're going to have to do something different on offense because it's not working. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I heard it. Maybe the people at home heard it. How much blame did Brady get? Mm. From me? Yeah. I'll give him half the blame, 50%. <laughs> well, there is this thing called defense that gave up 173 yards rushing and, and made P.J. Walker look like a hero. I just, I, all I know is what you said about Dak opening day when he scored three points. Mm -hmm. I know what you said. Mm -hmm. I can imagine what you would have said had Josh Allen scored mm -hmm. three points or Patrick Mahomes scored three points. You would not have mm -hmm. said 50%. I can assure you of that. Mm. Well, how do you know that? I you know don't that. know that. Because I know your history. Oh, okay. Well, I know your history of Brady hate, and, and you're going to give him 100% of the blame. If they lose, it's all on Tom Brady. Oh, this is what I know. This and you're not going to give him any credit if they win. Two of 12 on third down, yep. one of three on third down. The man threw the ball 50 times mm -hmm. and didn't have 300 yards. You know mm -hmm. why? Because mm -hmm. he's dinking and dunking. Mm -hmm. Now, in the championship game, I've never seen somebody pick up third down after third down, third and 10, third and 10. You key, 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 mm -hmm. you raving. Well, well why, why shouldn't I? Have you ever seen anybody do that before? Okay. Just, Have you ever? And you give him no credit. Just like At you, Kansas City uh, in, the, in the cold okay. against Mahomes, okay. he converts three straight third and 10s in overtime, and you give him no credit. I need you to be, oh. I need you to be just as disappointed mm -hmm. in him as yeah. you was excited for him when he did that. Okay. That, but you're not. 
Well, again, if he had a defense that could half yeah. carry him, yeah. they deserve half the blame. Yeah, when they went to that Super Bowl run, you didn't mention the defense. Mm -hmm. All you talked about was Tom Brady. I've Tom Brady. About the defense. Guess what? Guess what, Skip Bayless? He turned them back into the Suckaneers. Mm. Tom Brady turned them back into the Suckaneers. Mm. That's what he's done. And you're happy because you tried to send him home for six straight years. I'm not happy. Are you ready to send I, him home? No. I need you to go on record. I know. I went on record while Aaron Rodgers was winning MVPs, the two MVPs. I said, he's a playoff choker. I just sat right over here, and I would not move off that opinion. And guess what? He backed me right up in two straight playoffs with the number one seed. He choked his guts out. So I need to know, what is he now? Three. Is he washed? You keep talking about, oh, Carlton Davis was out and this was out. Pittsburgh was without five of their top mm -hmm. players and one of the two best defensive players in all of football. Yep. And they did a number on him. Mm -hmm. So you mean to tell me Tampa Bay can't do couldn't do he couldn't score more than three. Mm -hmm. Skip, give me ten. Mm -hmm. Give me ten points. Mm -hmm. Is three. he washed? Three. Is he washed? He Shannon won't answer Shannon that question because Shannon's afraid of him. Shannon's still afraid of Tom three Brady. Points. Shannon's still a three. Points. But okay. I do know three the Bucs are on a point. very short week. Ooh, yeah. I got to jump in here, gentlemen. You know, all people can't function on a long, short week. This still. Thursday. We'll Woo. see. Yeah, it's a quick turn for them. All right, moving on, guys. Skip, let's talk about your Cowboys. Less. How much better are they with Dak back? A lot. Plus, why can't that. the Lakers <laughs> find a way to win? Oh, my goodness. That and more. We got to talk about this. morning on Undisputed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Dak Prescott is back at quarterback for the Cowboys. He led them to a 24-6 win against the Lions yesterday. Now, he did generate only three points in the first half, probably just getting back into the swing of things. The team ended up scoring 21 in the second. Dak threw for 207 yards and a touchdown for the day. Shannon, how much better percentage-wise does the offense look with Dak? I will only say it looked slightly better yesterday. Skip, I didn't see the the Ford, the, the, the pickup truck and the Rolls Royce difference. I didn't see Jed Clampett living in Tennessee all of a sudden moving to Beverly Hills. But I'm, I'm going to chalk that up saying the guy was out for almost a month and a half. 
He's just not coming back. It is his throwing hand in which he's throwing the football. I did see him make a couple of throws that I don't even think Cooper Rush would have attempted to make. He did have a couple of drops in there, Skip. But I thought, even that being the case, Detroit, last in points allowed, last in net yards allowed, 29th in takeaway, tied for last in sacks. So I, I, even though Dak was just coming back, Skip, after this month-long layoff, I expected them to generate a little bit more offense than what they showed. I was, I was, I think everybody was happy with the balance. If you're a Cowboys fan, you like the balance. They ran the ball more than they threw it. You can live with that. They were over four yards, over four yards of carry. You can live with that. Tony Pollard was explosive as always. Zeke had a couple of touchdowns. He ran with some authority. Didn't have the great yards per carry that you'd like to see. But hey, if you can get 32 rushes for 139 skip, and you ask Dak to only throw it 25 times. You gotta be you gotta be pleased with that. The turnover wasn't his fault. Noah Brown got caught in the air. Ball popped out. You did a good job of con- uh, uh, controlling the game, but Detroit could have been right back in the game. They get the ball first and go at the one yard line, and then Jamal Williams spits it up, mm. and then that was really all uh, from all in uh, from everything that I saw. That was the end of that potential uh, Lions doing some damage to the Cowboys. But Skip, when I look at it, I'm like, your defense was sensational. If you get five sacks, I don't know if I've seen it. It's been a long time since I've actually seen a game. Five sacks and five turnovers, Skip, and you only win 24 to 6, that's normally a route. That's normally a 40 to 6 game, 45-something. Five turnovers, five sacks? Mm. Yeah, I didn't see the, wow, I didn't see that from your offense. Mm. But I think you have to be pleased that you won the ball game. Dak didn't play great. You know he can play better. But I thought they would, they would take more control of this ball game, considering how dominant your defense was. Yep. Okay. My turn to answer Jen's question. <laughs> how much better did my offense look? There you go. With Dak Prescott over Cooper Rush, it looked none better. You? I thought you go say it looked worse. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go there just yet because I'll give Dak the five-week excuse. Okay. But I was not impressed. I was nonplussed. I was unmoved by what I saw from my offense yesterday. And to your point, that is easily by far the worst defense in pro football right here, right now. Pro football focus grades them by far the worst defense. And to your point, I think you even missed this one. They had allowed the most points coming in. That was 34 a game. Dallas, Dallas got to 24, but only because of two cheap touchdowns late detonated by defensive takeaways that allowed real short field touchdowns. And by the way, Dak had the all-time empty calorie touchdown at the end of the game. He threw a two-yard touchdown pass to the undrafted kid Hendershot, and that made it 24-6. to And that score is highly misleading because right. all I know is that a, a, a defense – that had allowed 429 yards per game, gave up only 330. And all I know for sure is that with 12-21 left in the fourth quarter, to your point, they were going in for the touchdown that would have put them ahead 13-10. to 13-10. to So that's where Dak Prescott and company were at that moment. It was 13-10. to Now, let me fast forward to that play quickly since I brought it up because the play before that play is a game saver by guess who? Eleven from heaven. If if we could see oh, the yeah, previous yeah, play, yeah. The, the, the tight end. The, the I thought he got right. in. This is the previous play. It looks like the tight end screen is going to go. It's going to go. And look who comes from nowhere. Eleven from heaven comes and drags him down just short of the goal line. 
just wraps him around the neck and hog ties him and yanks him down. Dan Campbell said he wanted to challenge. I don't understand why he wasn't able what, to challenge. He, I mean, why, why, why didn't you? Okay. What do you mean you wanted to? I, just throw I, I flag. think he just ran out of time because they were looking at it. But the point was, they sh the ball was spotted at right at the one-yard line. The knee went down at least at the half. Right. So maybe if it's at the half, you think about quarterback sneak because you're going to be first and goal at the half. Maybe you try to do something a little safer, right. although Jamal Williams has never fumbled in his career. Right. And how did he fumble? I, I think – he, he the, somebody laid down the law, as in Demarcus Lawrence, D. Law. I think he laid down the law because if we see the Jamal Williams fumble on the very next play, he just gets rocked. I mean, he, he got rocked and he loses the football straight ahead. I think he got the exchange cleanly. I just think he got hit so hard by Demarcus Lawrence, the ball just squirts right loose, right to Anthony Barr, and right to Anthony Barr, and he couldn't help but just fall on it. It's right there at the goal line, and that's a game saver. If if they score. Now we're 14, we've got 14 minutes left in the game, but we're, we're going to be down. down 13 to 10. Are yep. you kidding me against the Detroit Lions defense? We're going to be down? Okay, so what do I see from there? I see another big break that we got, and you, you, you made the point. He did hit Noah Brown, and Brown got flipped, and he lost the football. So I'm going to give you that one. But, boy, did we get a huge break, as in the Dallas Cowboys got a huge break. If we could see 13-49 left in the third quarter, this was the game-turner and changer. It's the Diggs interception, and I just don't think he corralled it. I don't think he took it cleanly to the, to the ground. Here we go, and this is what he does the best, but I think he bounced on the football, and I think it went through his hands and bounced off the turf back up into his bread basket. It, it doesn't look clean to me, right. and somehow – that didn't even get reviewed. I, I don't know what happened, but I'll take it because that, that was a game changer. It was a game turner because they were able to then go on a march from then. They went 82 and seven plays, and they were mostly just running the ball, and Zeke took it home, and that put them ahead 10 to six. Okay, so that was a huge break. And then if I could show uh, from there, we got some penalties. Let me see. Where's the – oh, yeah, it's behind uh, – if, if you'd let me go to this one play, this is how off Dak was, but he got a huge break. If we go to the second and four play at the 10-yard line, it's on the 82 and 7 yards. It's, it's this drive that we're talking about. He, he throws it to Dalton Schultz in the end zone. It was Dalton Schultz yeah. siding. Yeah, it was a siding, which we, he was ghosting <laughs> when Cooper Rush was he in was. there. But, again, Dak loves to throw to him. His knee is still bothering him. I thought he'd wrecked it again when he got caught under him. But there's a throw to him in the end zone where Dak throws it completely behind him, but he threw it so far behind him that the DB never saw the football and runs into Dalton Schultz as he tries to reach back for the football, and it's, it's first and goal at the one. Well, it was a huge play in the game right. where it, it was actually a break because it, it was actually a poor throw that Dalton Schultz had to reach back for that ended up being a pass. Here we go. It's a rollout throw. It's way behind him. It, it was a bad throw. It's right. the kind of ball that could get intercepted in the end zone, and Dak got away with it, okay? So I, okay, I'll take it. But guess what? Here's Detroit. Here's another stat for you. Detroit is the worst in the league at allowing opponents third downs. They were allowing 50% of the time for opponents to convert. Yeah, you weren't good yesterday. They were three of nine. Okay, well, that's 33 and a third percent. So, so that's, it's like, huh, huh, huh. I just kept looking for really, really, really. Okay, so I'm going to say this one more time just to put this in perspective. That was the easiest game on the schedule. 
it was the perfect game for Dak to come back right in again. because it's just a get-right game. It, and so are the Bears. By the way, we will be a 10-point. They're going to play on Monday night tonight. You can catch another break because they got a short week. They, they play they, Monday they night and turn around. They, they got to turn right around, and they have to travel to New England and come back and travel, travel. to Dallas. Yep. And we are already installed as a 10-point favorite, and that could go up some. So Dak is coming back to the two easiest games of the year, back-to-back at home, going into a bye week. So you better and you better. And I would like to see more progress from the offense next week because we had one play that went for more than 20 yards. Well, I thought Dak, who obviously has a little better arm than Cooper Rush, but not a hugely better arm than Cooper Rush, I thought we'd see a little more down the field gambling where they would actually try some some deep bomb plays, you know, where, where you're going to go for some splash plays. And, and I just didn't see it the, the whole day. So it was just it, it came down to the turnovers. And to your point, I will give you this because Detroit's been pretty good on offense. Now, Belichick shut them out. So I but, but for a while they were riding high on offense. Yep. And all of a sudden my defense just rose up and took the ball away five times. And we are now second overall in turnover differential, which is the telltale stat of all of football. So I, I was extremely happy with my defense, though not surprised. So now look what we just saw. What do we see from Cooper Rush? Okay, so he had to play both of last year's Super Bowl teams, mm -hmm. Cincinnati at home, Rams on the road, and they won those two games. He was much more... Uh, front and center in the Cincinnati game than he was in the Rams game. But he also had to play at the Giants. And that game is looming larger and larger because Daniel Jones is playing at an extremely high level. And Cooper Rush outplayed Daniel Jones on a Monday night at Giants. Right. That is looming large to me. It is. Then look what Cooper Rush did. The, the, the Washington, I can't even say the commanders after my whole life saying that other name, but I, I can't even. I like football team okay, better. Football that team is better. I could deal with that. So I'm just going to call them Washington. But Washington came to Dallas. That They're our arch rival. That They rise up for those games. They rose up yesterday and beat, obviously, Green Aaron Rodgers. But, but the point was that Cooper Rush made short work of them. He, he was really good in that game right. and, and took care of business so in, in that words, game. in other words, you would have liked to seen Dak make short work of uh, uh, Detroit. Yes. Go ahead and get up, be up 30-7, to seven, yes. be out in the yeah, fourth quarter. I, I actually thought that was highly expectable. <laughs> where, where that, yeah. that, that should be what would have happened. Instead, in the fourth quarter, if Jamal Williams doesn't fumble, I don't know what's going to happen. I think sometimes, Skip, when you play a bad defense, yeah, you want to get healthy against those guys, but you know offense, you know what your defense represents yep. and what their offense isn't. So you say, you know what, guys? Let's just not turn it over. Yep. Let's not put ourselves in a situation that gets hits in his back, they get a scoop and score or something of that nature. Because you're right. But once they fumble that ball, I don't think anybody thought anything other than, like, ain't no way Detroit. That was Detroit's best chance. It was. To put Dallas in a situation, Skip. I, I agree. They're like, hold on, okay. we down to that team? So the final time we saw Cooper Rush was at Philly. He gets off to a hellacious bad start. Very but poor. then he settles back in, and they come all the way back to 20-17 to 17 in the third quarter. We're actually going early fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. And they, they needed one stop, and they just couldn't stop Jalen Hurts to get him the ball back. Okay, so that's what I kept seeing from Cooper Rush, and I needed Dak to just take it up one level, just, just 5%, if you will. I didn't see it yet 
against the easiest team on the schedule. I need to see a little more against Chicago. And then I'm telling you, I need to see a whole lot more against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings coming out of the bye. I think that's what you need. You don't need a DAC performance against the Lions or the Bears. Against these teams that you possibly could see in the playoffs, that's where you need to see Dak. You mentioned the Minnesotas. You mentioned the other teams down, maybe Green Bay. Maybe Green Bay gets their act together. Yep. But, Skip, if your defense is going to play like this, I don't see an offense in the NFC that causes them problems. Now, if you can get this 20 points, I don't believe there's another team other than I, maybe I agree. Philly can get to the, get and the, to the best number. best thing Dak Prescott said after the game last evening, if you will, it was late in the day, yeah. He said that he did take note of how Cooper Rush was doing it, and he did plug into that formula, and he said, I knew coming back, don't try to do too much because the defense is, is playing they're so crazy. well. They're crazy. That they're crazy good right now that if, if you want to call it game managing, what, whatever, you just don't need to try anything crazy. That's all. Hey, <laughs> Like uh, uh, Mark Murphy told Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, don't you be the problem. Dak, don't you be the problem. That is correct, okay? For the most part, <laughs> Cooper Rush was not the problem. No, he was and he not. made just enough plays to keep winning, winning, winning games. Came close at Philly, closer than you give him credit for. Well, now I need Dak to do that with a little better arm and take it up one more level. But he's made Pro Bowls. He's got about a dozen national TV endorsements to live up to. I don't know if he has it in his psyche to, to take it down to the Cooper Rush level. Because right? they're saying, well, Cooper Rush, you can't go up a level. Nope. Dak said, me playing at this level, I know because I've been a step above yep. where Cooper Rush is. Yep. But, Skip, at the end of the day, it's about winning. Whew. This formula will give you the best it chance will, to yeah, win. Not Dak chance. throwing for 350 yards because he's got to put the ball in harm's way. Whew. And the only thing that can beat you is allowing your defense to be on a short field or keeping them on the field longer than they should and, be. And let me say one last thing about my defense. Every time I look up, a kid out of Ole Miss named Sam Williams, oh, number 54. He's making plays. He's starting to look like Randy Gregory to me. So all of a sudden, I'm not missing Randy Gregory, who, by the way, is now hurt, hurt. for your yeah, Broncos. Not, but, but, but the point is, Sam Williams, he, he just, at the end of the game, he just took the ball right out from Jared Goff. He just said, I, that, no, that's my ball. I got it. Okay, well, I'm seeing him make plays, so way to go, Will McClay. That's a second-round pick. I didn't see that at Ole Miss, and now I'm seeing it in Dallas. He's playing well. Whew. But that defense They front were determined yeah, to get Dak going, guys. Cowboys won the toss, elected to receive. They wanted to give him a chance to knock the rust off very quickly. All right, speaking of knocking some rust off, Shannon, what is going on with your Lakers? Not they are 0-3 to start this season, losing to the Blazers 106-104 yesterday. The Lakers 6 of 33 from three. Russell Westbrook benched for the final three possessions of the game. He missed a 15-foot pull-up with under 30 to go. Had he made it, that would have given the Lakers a key three-point lead. All right, Shannon, break this down. What's the biggest reason the Lakers blew that eight-point lead with four minutes left? Shot selection. The they were terrible shot selection. They took horrible shots. Russ takes a three somehow. It is funny because it's a bad shooting team. And the ball ends up in Russ' hand, wide open, three skip. He doesn't even hesitate, shoots it. Patrick no. Beverly ends up with the ball in his hand. The clock's counting down with a three. He shoots it. He has to get it up. Boom. Yeah. LeBron takes a horrible three. And boom. And so now you take bad shots. They come down there, get good quality shots. And now what should have you could have expanded the lead? You don't run enough. I mean, the Lakers don't run any offense. I mean, I, that was no offense. Somehow Russell shooting the ball from 28 feet. 
That's part of your offense. Patrick Beverly getting the ball with the clock running down. That's a part of your offense. LeBron taking a horrible three. That's a part of your offense. That's why they lost. They have horrible shooting team, Skip. The Lakers are shooting 21.2% from three. 25 of 118. The next worst team is shooting 29%. And, and by it, the way, that's the second worst all-time start for a team, second only to the 2018 Atlanta Hawks. Go point ahead. two. In NBA history, there have been over 6,100 instances of a team taking at least 100 threes over a three-game span. The Lakers are shooting the second worst. As you mentioned, the 2018 Hawks shot point two. They're 21.2, I mean mm-hmm. 21.0, and the Lakers are 21.2. Yep. Russ, one for 12 from three. Pat Beverly has 12 fouls, three baskets. None is a minus 44 in 44 minutes. And he's seen his minutes decrease, decrease, decrease to almost non-existent. The Lakers offense is 30th in offensive rating. Hold on. There's only 30 teams in the NBA. That's last. Mm. They're 30th in field goals. Damn, there's 30 teams. Mm. They're last. Mm. 30th in three-point shooting. Damn, they're 30. They're last. Mm. 30th in second chance points. 30th in rebound differential. They're last, last, last. Skip, got crushed again on the glass. Josh Hart has 16 rebounds. Rushed. That. Oh, shit, man, you overreacted. You overreacted. It's preseason. Okay. Either you can rebound or you can't. Yep. It doesn't matter. Preseason or postseason. Rebounding the basketball is still, you go up and get it. They didn't go up and get it. They still can't shoot. I don't know what the skill. Rob Linker got a contract extension. I don't know how. He must be got a tape. Mm-hmm. He got a tape. Like the uh, uh, Golden State had a tape on Draymond and somebody leaked it. They, somebody, he got a tape on somebody. Mm. He got a tape with somebody in the GOAT. Because ain't no way in hell you leave this, this team as constructed like it is mm. and you get a contract extension. Ain't no way. Okay. I hear everything you just said. And I'm going to take it, unlike Dak Prescott, up a notch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's 98-90 to 90 home team. Yes. This is at the crypt against... A mediocre Portland team. Yeah. That, that's all they're going to be this year in the West because the West is pretty loaded. They're loaded. Okay, so you're up eight with 442 left. And if we could see what happened, because you're about to give up a 16-6 to run to the close, and you're going to lose by two points. Yes. Okay, so it starts with a 355. Let's, let's see the shots from outside the paint that the Lakers took. LeBron takes a three, a little long, then... Guess who takes the three, West Brick, and it's way short. And then This with the shot clock running down, Pat yep, Bev. That's Pat Bev shot clock. Nope. And then LeBron, no, nope. way wide left. And then that was the shot of shots, the little 17-footer. And then this is the last to tie by LeBron. Fall away with Dame on him, which was weird. But, but again, you got Dame on you, and you end up with that shot. Okay, now – those are the, the outside shots. You, you, every time you tried to go inside, you scored. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's look at one other play defensively, the Jeremy Grant play that gave them the lead. lead. This is with three seconds left. If we could see what Jeremy Grant did to LeBron and AD. I'm going to throw AD in this also. He goes right around LeBron and goes straight up. And where's your help defense? Again, LeBron gets beaten right around inside and can't make a play on the ball. He, I think he's looking at AD like, can you give me a little bit of help? I, it, it looked like he clutched it. AB thought he was just going to go right up with I it, and he kind of double. Yeah, he double pumped it. Okay, but but that was a huge defensive blunder for a team that actually has played very good defense. All all told, very good. Skip. 
They didn't turn the ball over that much no. yesterday. They created turnovers. Their defense has been good enough for them to win. Okay. They just can't make any shots. All right. Now let's go to the flashpoint. This is 27.3 seconds left. <laughs> Russ says after the game that he's operating the way he was always taught. You know, he didn't say this, but back to his days in Oklahoma City, you go two for one. Well, Russ, that, that's just you, – you, you have to do it – you, you can't do it in a vacuum. You, you, you have to say, wait a second, where are we now in this game, in this circumstance, in this situation? Thank you. Well, you can't just automatically say it's a two-for-one. Wait a second, you're losing a lead down the stretch. You, you, you need to go ahead and work the clock a little bit because you're up by, what are you, you up won. a point? 102 to 101, right? right? Yeah. Okay, so you're, you're up a point at this point, and That lets it, you know it's basketball IQ. Okay. Because I wanted to ensure that we get a last shot. Okay. If you get a great quality shot, you won't need a last shot. And then, to Darvin Ham's credit, he took Russ to task. He was saying that he, he didn't have a problem with the decision. He just said, I just wish we would have attacked the rim directly because he made the point. Nurkic is standing back in the lane with five fouls. Right. So if, if Russ says... Okay, let me see if I can foul him out. Well, then if you and I'd say, okay, we'll, we'll grit our teeth and grin and bear it. And, right? and hopefully you make one of the two. Okay, make one of the two. But if you foul out Nurkic, that's a little bit of an advantage. Yes, okay? absolutely. All right. And to Darvin Ham's credit after the game, he finally said, we don't have time for people, uh, people's feelings, for people to be in their feelings, for one person to be in their feelings about when and where and how they should be in the game. I don't have any time for that. I have expressed myself on this. I don't understand why Darvin Ham went from we are going to realign, translation, demote Russ. Remember that on that Friday, the Woj bomb dropped on ESPN, and Darvin Ham reinforced it by saying he's going to come off the bench. Remember the last preseason game? He came off the bench, and Russ played five minutes, and he missed two threes, and he had two turnovers, and then all of a sudden he's walking up the tunnel with a little bit of a limp, and he says, you put me in harm's way because I, I pulled my hamstring. I'm not buying the hamstring pull at all because he didn't miss any time. And then he and Darvin had a sit-down, and that's why I said it felt to me like Darvin crumbled. Well, then I heard from inside that, that I, I thought, well, maybe Jeannie and Rob said, you have to start him right. because we're trying to trade him. And I heard from inside it did not come from above. Darvin just decided, no, I got to keep the first ballot Hall of Famer in my starting lineup because I like his energy. So he didn't come off the bench at Golden State. And you remember what happened at Golden State. And then he goes 0 for 11 in game number two. And then yesterday it surprised me because I thought at 16, well, 98 to 90 with 442 left, I, I wanted him not to go back to Russ. And he did yank him late in the game with what was it like 12.4 seconds left, but it was too late damage by then. The, the damage had been done. He put Austin Reeves in. I just think you have a better chance with Austin Reeves in the lineup than Russ because Austin Reeves doesn't care whether he shoots or not. He's not going to take ill-advised shots, and he's going to play defense, and he's going to make smart basketball plays, and he's going to try to get LeBron and whoever else, AD, better shots. In their spots. What Russ says is what analytics provide. In that situation, Skip, you got a better chance if you make the shot of winning the ball game. It didn't look. Russ had played, had shot the ball terrible up until that point. Yep. And that's what Russ needs to think. Oh, I was always talking about it. Russ, that's if you're down. 
Not when you're up. You don't go fast like that. And I, I saw a clip, and I don't know if they cut it in splice, that when he took that shot, LeBron was like... They were, they were doing it. No, it wasn't spliced. And AD was, was like, kind of doing it, too. They were like, looking at you like, what? 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 Skip, you go two for one if you're down. Yeah. That way, because there's time, you can hold, you know, Skip. <laughs> and, and you go two for one when you can make shots, when you're a pretty good shooter yes. or a very good yeah. shooter, right? You haven't made really an outside no. shot. Everything that you've gotten yeah. has been attacking the basket. No but doubt. Somehow you thought pulling up for the 17-footer would be the right choice in that situation, given how poorly you and your entire team has shot the basketball. Okay, I got it. Now, LeBron said after the game that the, the quote was, I feel like this is an interview of trying to set me up to say something. I can tell you guys are in the whole Russell Westbrook category right now. And he says, that's not who I am. Right. Okay. I, I got that. But LeBron knows full well that he doesn't really need to pile on to Russ. We're going to do that for him because he has become Russell Westbrook. And as I always say, the quote-unquote goat needs a scapegoat. He's got one with Russ. Whether he, he, he doesn't need to say a word. No. He's going to get scapegoated onto Russ, and much of it Russ deserves. Okay, I don't want LeBron to get a pass for what happened because I told you last year, I counted 50. I keep close to – I watch every dribble of every game. I thought there were 15 times last year where the Lakers were in position to close a game and win a game that it comes down to LeBron James. Take us home, James. Home, James. And once again yesterday, I realized that he's handicapped by Russ, that, that it's the anchor around his <laughs> ankle right now. He has to drag him through these games. I got that. But to me, if you're up eight with 442 left, it's up to LeBron who has the highest IQ in basketball, he's still the best passer in basketball, just to figure out, take it home. Figure it, get the game home. Well, taking two bad threes, though, ain't going to Okay, that's not, that, that won't. I mean, he took know. two bad threes also. So All let's right. not put a, yeah, Russ took an ill-advised jumper. Yes, Russ took an ill-advised three. Pat Beverly got caught with the clock running down at yep. the three-point line. But LeBron took two horrible shots okay. also. Okay, and so now, through three games, LeBron is 7 of 27 from three. That ranks 152nd of 162 qualified players. So he's off to the races just the way he was last year. And he's averaging nine attempts per game. That's the seventh most in basketball. Well, you can't shoot 26% if you have the seventh most right. attempts. It's what was happening last year. It doesn't work. He is, to this day, as good a driver of the basketball as there is in the whole game. At, at what are we up to? Age, what is he going 30, on? He's about to be 38 30, in December. 38. But he's in year 20. He's still, his he last, is still as good a driver of the basketball. He might be the best. His, I, don't, I can't think la, of anybody. His last two buckets, what did he do? Okay. He drove baseline right. on one, and he, he got Nurkic at the top and went down the yeah, lane. I don't other. know what they did. They just completely blew the defense. But yeah. He just had a wide-open swoop to the hoop right down but the But the basket that he got before that, now, he it was baseline. Hey, it was good. It, it's, it's not good. It's great. It's who he is. It's what he should be. I don't know why he, he just thinks in his mind mathematically three is better than two, and he still is focused on I got to pass Kareem this year, and I you know knock on wood he doesn't want to get hurt, so he's just saying it's easier for me just to keep stroking these threes because every once in a while he'll get on a roll and he'll make four out of five or he'll have a, a, hot, yeah, but, yeah. a hot night, yep. but he's not Damian Lillard, and Damian Lillard in that building. He loves that build. I've yeah. never seen. Remember the night after Kobe, Kobe. passed that Friday night, we were at the Super Bowl? 
I, I looked up the numbers. He, he had Dame had 48 and kind of spoiled the night that mm-hmm. night and made seven of 12 threes. Well, yesterday he made six, and the Lakers made six total as a team. Yeah. Okay? Well, it, it, shooting threes, it shouldn't be who LeBron is because it hurts the basketball team. Yeah. Shooting threes shouldn't be who the Lakers are. No. Skip, they can't shoot. There's a reason why we got great looks. Why you think teams are giving you great? Think about this, Skip. You ever know Steph Curry never get those looks? Klay Thompson never get those looks. Three-point shooters that, that we know are shooters, they don't get those they looks. They don't get those There's looks. a reason why, Lakers, they're giving you those looks. Because they know 80% of the time, you're not going to make them. They'll let you shoot. They'll let you make 20% of those. But when you shoot so many, it's not going to hurt them. Okay. And finally, I'm going to hit this on the head one more time. You want to send him home? No. You, you just can't. Not, not Russ. I'm back to LeBron. Oh, okay. On the last shot of the game, it's, it's just, I, I don't want to see that. I want to see him drive the basketball. I, I don't care if you have to go make the free throws, just drive the basketball. And he takes a fadeaway, and sometimes he'll get hot from the fadeaway. Oh, yeah, he make that shot. That's a, that's a shot. I can live with that. Okay. Okay. I'm glad he didn't jack up no three. Okay, but, but it doesn't even come close. It's way short. I'd, I'd give him a little more credit if, if it had a chance to go in, but it's way short. It doesn't have any chance. Never up, never in. Oldest cliche in basketball. And to me... I, I want to see him drive it and get fouled and go make the free throws. If you have to, just suck it up and go stand there by yourself and make two free throws. But he clearly doesn't trust himself at the late-game free throw line, so that's what you get. I, I'd rather see AD shoot that shot. I'd, I'd rather you dump it into him and see if he can go make the two free throws. LeBron, at this juncture, they're not, they're not, giving, him, they're not giving him those fouls like they would later. So okay, he I'll, doesn't feel he's like, y'all not going to give me the, the, the call I might as well just stand out here and shoot this turnaround. Okay. He's the greatest driver of the basketball yeah. I've ever seen, and I want to still see him do it. And yet it was typical. Yeah, uh, to your point, at least he didn't try a three when yeah. you didn't need a three. He tried a fall away two on Dame. So Dame's not going to be able to bar- bother the shot. No. What, what do we give Dame? Six three versus six nine? Probably six. Yeah. Six one maybe. Okay. Well, there you go. And that was the end of it. And LeBron deserves at least as much blame as Wes Brick deserves. Yeah, there's enough. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't take those shots that he took down the stretch. You just can't do it. Can't do it. 31 points, guys, and that does set a record, or tie a record, rather. Uh, most games in the NBA with 20-plus points or more, he ties Carl Malone mm-hmm. with that oh, performance. We, we run away. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. I know. All that matters is wins. I, I agree. We ain't got I any of those. All right. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of other people who don't have wins, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, whose Oof. loss was more surprising yesterday, Oof. blew up my pool. Oof. That's coming up when Undisputed returns. Blew up everybody's pool. <laughs> When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. 
Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers lost to the Panthers 21-3. Brady had 290 yards, zero touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers fell to the Commanders 23-21. Rodgers had just over 190 yards for two touchdowns. Both QBs off to three and four starts. Shannon, who looks worse right now, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Well, they both looked awful yesterday um, and has been awful this season, but Brady looked worse. No quarterback had a worse weekend than Tom Brady. At least Aaron Rodgers threw two touchdowns, both to Aaron Jones. Brady had zero touchdowns. Rodgers has 11 touchdowns on the season, which is sixth in the NFL. Brady has eight, which is 16th in the NFL. Imagine that. And, 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 and Brady has his weapons. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans are there. You look at Rodgers is throwing to a lot of rookie guys. Randall Cobb got hurt. Robert Tanyan is coming back off an ACL injury. Uh, Sammy Watkins has been out. I think he gets activated, or I don't know if he was activated yesterday, but I think he's going to get, gonna get, active, get activated. But the Bucs throw the football more than any other team in football. There's 68% of their offense is throwing the football, which is 10 percentage points higher than anybody else in the league. And you wonder why Leonard Burnett can't run the football. Hell, he don't get the ball enough. Uh, the Packers are 23rd in points. Bucks are 25th in points. Brady lost two in a row. He lost to Mitchell Trubisky and Pickett and P.J. Walker. The Giants are better than what we thought. The Jets are better than what we thought. The Commanders, okay, they played well with uh, Taylor Heineke yesterday. But, Skip, you cannot lose to Pickett. You cannot lose to P.J. Walker. You absolutely cannot. They traded their best player. They traded him. No. Brady had a worse weekend. Three points. Mm. I remember opening weekend, man, when Dak scored three little measly, peasley points. Skip Bayless came out here and lost his mind. You guy ain't looking good, Skip. No, actually, you came out and lost your mind because you said my team was dead. Who? Dak was hurt. Dallas is dead. That's all I heard that, that next no, no, day. No, 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 no. I'm talking about what you said about Dak scoring three points. Mm-hmm. Now, I need you to tell me a Brady-led offense mm-hmm. with Mike Evans has had 1,000 yards receiving every year she's been in the league. Chris Godwin has two of those. Mm-hmm. How does that guy only get three points yesterday? Mm. Okay, here's what I see. If we step back and look at the bigger picture, do you realize Tom Brady has only eight touchdowns, but he's only thrown one interception the whole year? That's sort of Aaron Rodgers-esque, wouldn't you say? Eight to one? Man on pace to throw 20 Aaron, touchdowns. You talk about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is 11 to three interceptions. But if we look at... Overall yards per game, I mean, Brady's at 277. Rodgers is way down at 228. Huh, interesting. Skip, you guys throw the ball. Think about how much you throw the ball. Huh, okay. QBR. You love QBR, so I'll throw it back at you. 
Brady's QBR is middling. It's 53, which is about what he had yesterday. So for the year, through seven games, he's a 53. Aaron Rodgers, that's 14th in the league, so it's middle of the pack. Aaron Rodgers is way down here at 41, which is 26th in the league right now. Whew, that is terrible for a obviously first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, as you used to say, a transcendent thrower of the football is Aaron Rodgers. You said Brady is the GOAT. Huh? The man scored three points. Interesting. Three points. So right here, right now, pro football focus grades Tom Brady is the seventh best quarterback in pro Everybody football. Everybody know that's some bull, John. Okay, well, is it really? Because they don't know that. that that's, I don't know. Skip the match, skip. Okay. And Aaron Rodgers right now graded by Pro Football Focus, the 11th best quarterback. So it's That's 7th a bull job. to 11th. Okay. I, I just want to know one thing. I oh. want to know anybody at home, whether you're in Tampa, you're in New England, you're in Green mm-hmm. Bay, or you're a Cal Bear fan, mm. that think right now Tom Brady is playing like the 7th best quarterback. Mm. Aaron Rodgers is playing like the 11th best quarterback in football. Mm. I just need somebody mm. to tell me after Tom Brady's thrown one touchdown, he scored more than 21 points mm-hmm. once, and that was only 10 points loss. Huh. I'm just trying to figure out how. What is the criteria that mm. you said Tom Brady has played the seventh best football and the seventh then, best quarterback? Then I look football. at degree of difficulty. Yeah, Tunyon's back, and he's throwing a lot of balls to him because he's pretty good. He's he's way better than anybody that Brady has to throw to at that position. Is he better now. than Mike Evans? Huh? Is well, he no, I'm talking about Wilder? he's a tight end, right? Yeah, but uh, he catches okay. balls. All right, and Lazard. Is Lazard about as good as Mike Evans no. is right now? Boy, I don't know. Lazard's 6'5", too, right? Yeah, Mike Evans made the Pro Bowl. Mike Evans is gone. Has eight. No receiver has started his career like Mike Evans. Huh. Eight 1,000-yard receiving season. Okay. And then we got those kids. We got Romeo Dobbs. And you've raved about him because he can run a little bit, and he's a big, strong he kid. He is, but he's a rookie. He's okay. inconsistent. And Aaron's Skip. showing him up saying, what the are you doing? Right, right to his face. Yeah. You know, we just can see it on camera. And that kid that they draft, that Christian Watson, he he can run he now. He can run. Okay, Brady doesn't have any Christian Watsons. Skip. He doesn't have them. Skip. But what these guys are young, you have your veteran proven guys. Okay. These are unproven rookies. Okay. If they Sammy had... Watkins is proven, and he Skip, can he still got, run. The man just got back. Okay. Well, he, he was back yesterday. And I've said this from the start. Aaron Jones just might be the unsung MVP of that backfield. Not Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Jones. And, and by the way, he made a couple of catches yesterday where I said, wow, that is really good. Hold on. Huh. I'm, I'm confused. Interesting. The Packers scored 20 points. Mm-hmm. Tampa scores three. And somehow you think Tom Brady outplayed Aaron Rodgers? I'm just saying that look at degree of difficulty because you, you saw what Mike Evans did on the second throw of the game. He just cold dropped it. Okay. Could have changed, could have tilted the playing Skip. field back toward the Buccaneers. No, no, no. This is what you tell me all the time when I tell you, you said, isn't the game four quarters? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Tom Brady. Yeah. He got three points. Okay. Now, I re- Go ahead. Okay, but that's what Mike Evans said after the game. It, there are a lot of plays that made a difference, but that was the reason we lost the game no, because they needed it. You, they needed something to happen great to start off with. I just believe they would have won that game what about, if he catches the football that hits him right now. If we could see it one more time, please. This is the second pass. He'd thrown a little jailbreak screen to Godwin to start the game, and he drops back, and the cornerback, C.J. Henderson, falls down. He falls down. That's the only way Mike got so open on that play. Falls down, and I don't know. I, I don't know how that 45-year-old could make a throw like that, but that looked pretty great to Hold me. Huh, what about, that looked like vintage Brady. What about all those pep talks? Huh? What about all that let's go? Mm. What about all that on the sideline? Yep. He's the greatest leader. Okay, 
That was in the first quarter. Okay. So what happened in the second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter? You okay. can't lead? All right. So Chris Godwin coming off an ACL restructure. <clears throat> he just doesn't look right to me. People are just sitting on his underneath routes because he's not separating the way he used to coming out of his break. So they're all over him. It, it's easy to guard Chris Can Godwin at this question? point. Does Tom Brady look right? Well, he looks the same to me. Okay. Do you see diminished arm strength? You, you've been telling me for six years that you see decline in arm talent. Let me I, I don't see let any. Let me ask you a question. Last year at this point in time, seven games into the season, yep. did he have more or less touchdowns than eight? Okay, well, did he have more or less yards than what he has right now? Okay. Was they, were they better or worse on third down than they are right now? Did he have Rob Gronkowski? Yes, he did. Did he have Cameron Brait? Yes, I, I've he never, did. I've never seen. Did he have Antonio Brown? Yes, he did. I've never can seen. Can Antonio Brown run past people? Whoa, whoa, yes, he Kim, can. You call this man the GOAT, and now you all you tell me is what he doesn't have. Is he the GOAT or is he not the GOAT? Mm. Is he simple yes or simple well, no? Well, he's so, obviously the GOAT, okay, unless so, you think obviously not. So why are you keep telling me about Gronk? Why mm. are you keep talking about A.B.? Why do you keep talking about guys if this is who he is? They tried to make little Scotty Miller some kind of Edelman or Amendola, and he's just not that guy. Nobody thought that. Okay. Well, again, they tried to, to make him a slot receiver, and it did not work. So they tried to fit him in yesterday, threw him two balls. He caught him for six total yards. Scotty Miller. So does he have a little Amendola, Edelman, Wes Welker to work free underneath on little option routes? He does not. What does he have? Not much. And I keep asking, well, Gio Bernard is on IR, but yeah. where is my little man Keyshawn Vaughn from Vanderbilt? They said. have no speed whatsoever. That's not what you said coming into the season. Mm -hmm. You didn't tell me they don't have much. Well, they had gone out because Brady had recruited Julio Jones to be his new deep threat. And Julio, I saw one lightning bolt of a throw and catch at Dallas on opening Sunday night. Since then, no show. So are you saying, are you saying Mike Evans is washed? Mm. Are you saying Chris Godwin is washed? Mike Evans is limping through the season. You, you always say washed? limping in, limping now, out. When they signed Russell Gage, you love that signing. Oh, we got Russell Gage. Look at what he did with the Falcons. Now he's with Tom Brady. You spoke glowingly. Until the Green Bay game when they had to feature Russell Gage, where they had to split him out to a wide receiver position, an X or a Y, and threw him the most targets in the game. He's Skip. not that guy. Skip. He's been back, but you do realize that Atlanta did not have Calvin Ridley. Mm -hmm. So once they lost Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage played a lot outside the mm -hmm. numbers. He's a slot receiver, and I think he's just an okay one. He's not great. He's not game-changing. He's not separating. Can I break a little secret mm -hmm. to you? Your quarterback is just okay currently. Okay. Is he washed? See, there you go. Well, no, it's not see you, there you go. I always go way out to the end of the limb, and I say, Aaron Rodgers is a playoff choker. He's winning back-to-back -back MVPs. I said That's playoff right. choker. Talk about Brady. I backed it Talk up. Talk about Brady right yeah. now. Okay. Talk about his performance, three points. Okay. Talk about that, 12 points against the yeah. Packers, 18 points against Pittsburgh without five starters, and one of them is the three best defensive all, players in football. Talk about that. All see, all you see, what you do, what you do, and, and it took me a while to figure it out, mm -hmm. what you do like yesterday, how could LeBron James lose an eight-point lead? How that, could he? Because that was the flag Tom Great Brady question. playing trash. Mm. So what you try to do, that's misdirection. Mm. What you do when Tom Brady plays trash again says he's washed. I want to talk about today. Mm. I don't know what tomorrow holds. Mm. Hell, I might drop dead, and I won't be able to ask see if that's true or not. Mm. Let's talk about yesterday. When the Bucks defense gave up 173 rush yards to the Carolina Panthers without Christian McCaffrey, do you love that? Can you win football games that way, especially on the road? You cannot the, win that way. When was the way. last time you saw somebody win a football game 3-0? Mm. Yep.
Your guy scored okay. three points. The GOAT. Mm-hmm. The GOAT. Mm-hmm. Three Well, are you points. saying he's not the GOAT? I don't know. I can't tell you. Oh, you can't tell? I can't tell you. Well, he's 45 years old. And by the way, Aaron Rodgers is six and a half years younger. Can I ask you a question? And, and the the, the answer you... to this question is Aaron Rodgers looks a lot worse than Tom Brady does. Not right yesterday. Now. Oh, stop it. Let me ask you a question. Aaron Rodgers what? is still doing his. Let me show you this cool footwork. He what got a, the worst footwork. Yo got, yo got, he's finally yo, getting exposed. Yo got thought he was at a football skipping contest. Mm. How many times did he skip the ball to Godwin? Mm. How many times did Mike Edwards? Mm. How many times to uh, a Russell Gage? Well, skip, 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 Almost skip, 300 skip. yards. I don't know. Skip, do you uh, realize that's not good when you have 50 attempts yeah. and you don't throw for 300 yards? Do you realize how pathetic that is? Pathetic to me was third and one and fourth and one with Leonard Fournette, who I have high regard for. And playoff Lenny looked like regular season garbage because he couldn't get a yard on two cracks, third and one, fourth and one. If he can't get that, there's no hope for this team. What happened to the greatest quarterback sneaker in all of football? Yep. He can't get it? No, he's a goal line sneaker. No, no. Greatest touchdown scorer. No, no. You said, that's not what you said. You said he's the greatest short yardage quarterback ever. Now, I saw last week against Pittsburgh. How did he do last week on, on fourth and one? Mm-hmm. He got stopped at midfield. But I told you goal line. Are, are you saying he's not the greatest quarterback sneaker? I need I need to know. You got to get to the okay. goal line before he can sneak it down there. Okay. Well, That's his job. Okay, here's what I think. I, I still believe that the Buccaneers are going places, and you don't. There are 10 games left, so I need you to tell me, are they going to miss the playoffs? Your quarterback is playing. Your quarterback is playing terrible. So that's all you got. That's all. That's I, all you got. The, the, you, you, the Hall of Famer, who have, has tried to send him home. We've already done that. Six years yeah, in a we've row. We've already done okay, that. Okay. Well, you're trying again, but no, you won't go. No. No. You won't go. It's at, the, time. at the beginning of the year, you need we, to say he's on. washed. At the beginning of the is year, is he washed? We, at the beginning of the year, we picked our two teams that we believe mm-hmm. we will in the conference championship. Yeah. We picked that. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do that anymore. Now I need you to validate what you saw with him, mm-hmm. like you were doing last year. He threw for three hundred. He threw for four. Touchdowns. I've been saying days? that. I just showed you his numbers. They're still pretty good. Pr- pr- They're better than most. Skip, you do, Skip. Mm-hmm. If you compare Michael Jordan numbers mm-hmm. compared to a lot of guys that were currently playing, mm-hmm. they were pretty good his last two years. Should, but he was Michael Jordan. Should that He's game Tom have been Brady. seven to nothing bucks yesterday? Yes, it should have. If it were seven to nothing, would it have been a different story? You better believe How do you know that? How do you know I that? I just know football. How do you, how do you know? That's what I know. How do you, well, I don't know yeah. football I better mm-hmm. you, as good as yeah. you do, but yeah. how do you know that? That's what I believe. And if you don't, I need you to tell me he's washed and he should go home. All I know is the guy, all I know is the guy throwing one touchdown in two games. He has eight touchdowns. How many quarterbacks? Somebody is still afraid of Tom how Brady. Many, how many quarterbacks has more than eight touchdowns? Huh. But, oh, he has the best QB. He has the best touchdown mm-hmm. interception. The dude has eight touchdowns. Eight to one. That's pretty good. He's only thrown one pick the whole year. That'll work. Way to go. He's only throwing eight touchdowns. Yeah. But he's on pace to throw 20. So he'll be 20 and Are they going to miss the playoffs? I, Skip, look at the division. You today. don't know? You're supposed to know. Skip, look at the division. Skip, Mark Look at Aaron Rodgers' division. Skip, you on. get the Bears and the Lions? Are you kidding whoa, me? Whoa, whoa, hold on. <sighs> name a quarterback that's better than Kirk Cousins in that division. Oh, Na- stop it. Name I a quarterback. Want to start with Kirk Cousins. Hold on. He, he will disappoint you before you know it. You know Tom it. Tom Brady's disappointing it. you, but you don't want to admit it. No, he lost I, to P.J. Walker. I'm not giving up. I, I'm no, not I'm giving, not giving up. up. I got 10 games to he go. He lost to P.J. Walker. Yeah, I'm he not lost giving to pick up. It. He did. He did. I agree. All right, gentlemen. I got to go. jump You're in right, and separate Shannon. you two. He should go home. I, That's what Shannon said. He should go home. He can come back again next year. Yeah. He'll have like another chance to argue over these two coming up because the Ravens are heading to see the Bucks next and the Packers heading up to face off against the Buffalo Bills. Good luck. Up next, though, this morning with Dak back, 
Do Skip's Cowboys win the East? Ooh. We'll debate when we return. Nope. Dak Prescott made his return to the Cowboys yesterday, leading them to a 24-6 win against the Lions. He had 207 yards for one touchdown. Dallas now 5-2 on the season. They're third, though, in the NFC East. All right, Shannon, you picked the Cowboys to win the NFC East because of the best quarterback, right, Dak? Now that Dak is back, do they once again have the best QB in that division? Well, based on the last three years, but not this season, um, Due to Dak's injury, his body of work is incomplete right now, Skip. But if you look at Dak, I think Dak is a better uh, a better thrower of the ball, a more consistent thrower of the ball. Dak career, he's 54 and 33, completing 67% of his passes, 144 touchdowns, 51 INTs. Jalen is 15 and 10, 61% completion percentage, 28 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. But if you look at Jalen Hurt this season, he went into the lab. And you can tell he's worked on his throwing. He's worked on his mechanics. He took his completion percentage from where it was like below uh, 60%. The first year he came in for uh, Carson Wentz, 61% last year. He's 67% this year. After making the playoffs last year, they're 6-0 of the only undefeated team in the NFL. Mm. T- Jalen Hurts is top 10 in QBR, tied for fifth in touchdown passes with 12, most rushing touchdowns six, second most rushing touchdowns only behind Nick Chubb. So right now, Skip, Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than I believe than Dak is. Now, I believe the Cowboys have given up too much ground. I don't see them overtaking. I don't see them losing three games. The Cowboys not losing any more games and overtaking this division. So I was wrong in that. But I still believe Dak is a better thrower of the football, a more consistent thrower of the football. I just don't believe he's playing as well as Jalen Hurts is currently. You didn't mention the Giants quarterback. That's not an accident. And I'm, not, I'm not taking. I'm not taking him in those two guys. Right now, I believe they can make the playoffs. I don't believe yeah. they're serious contenders. Really, I believe the Eagles are serious contenders. I believe the Cowboys, with their defense, are serious contenders. So, are you telling me three teams out of what used to be the NFC least are going to make the playoffs? It sure looks like that. It looks okay. like only one team is coming out of the uh, uh, South. One team coming out of the North looks like that's going to be Minnesota and possibly. I don't know what's how it's going to shape up in the NFC West because right now that's anybody's division. The Rams are right there. I think the, uh, the Cards after that win on, on Thursday night, they're right there. So, yeah, I can see three teams coming out of there. So is it possible we're now looking at the NFC beast instead of the least? That, that's what it used to be, but yeah. <laughs> it might it might be. That's it, what I'm seeing. So here's what I see right here right now. All I can do is evaluate my eye test telling me these quarterbacks are playing this way. Right. Right now, Jalen Hurts is playing better than I've seen Dak Prescott play in recent memory. Okay. Right now, Daniel Jones is definitely playing better than I've seen Dak Prescott play in recent memory wow. because very quietly, look at what Daniel Jones has been doing just for the last four weeks. They, they lost, obviously, at home to Cooper Rush, right. who did a number on Daniel Jones. But after that, look at his QBRs. Against the Bears, he's 91. Against Green Bay, 77. Against the Ravens, 68. And then yesterday, against Jacksonville, he's 87, when he once again rushed for more than 100 yards. He's second to Lamar in rushing yards for a quarterback. He's more athletic than you think. He's more athletic than you think. Now, he's way behind Lamar because he should be way behind Lamar, but he's the second rushing quarterback in the league, even ahead of Jalen Hurts. Or even a Josh Allen. Or Josh Allen, okay? I I got you. 
right now, Daniel Jones, under that new coach, Brian Dayball, for some reason has found himself. He's, he's sort of made peace with himself. He's not getting in his own way right. the way he used to. And I got to give it up to him. He's dangerous right now. And by the way, my team gets both these teams at home now. We've gone there and there, right? And we beat one of them. We lost to one of them. That, that went to the Eagles on right. that Sunday night. But now we've got a Thanksgiving Day game against the Giants and a Christmas Eve game against the Eagles. So these are going to tell the tale. They might ruin your holiday. They, they just well <laughs> might. But it's set up for, for Dallas. Dallas is not out of this division. No. I don't care what you say. I know the Eagles haven't lost a game. They were on a bye week this week. And I realize the Giants have lost only one game, and we're almost to November, and they've lost one game. That is shocking to me. Yeah, I, nobody saw that coming. Nobody saw that coming. You, you'd have to say they um, – you could argue the Jets. You could argue yeah. – yeah, as far as the surprise team of the league. I agree. Right now, it feels like it's the Giants or the surprise team. Okay, so – Here's my issue with Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott. I'm going to say it one more time. Clearly, clearly to me, in my mind's eye, I see Dak being a little better than Cooper Rush. Okay. But I saw Cooper Rush play better than Dak has been playing because Dak is 6-6 six and six in his last games going into yesterday. Now he's 7-6. and six. But he got the Lions and he gets the Bears. You cannot find two easier games back-to-back -back at home on anybody's schedule than those two teams back-to-back. So Dak's re-entry is completely misleading to me, but perfect for him to f knock the rust off and get back in the saddle and get back in rhythm for a bye week that leads to games at Green Bay, which starting to look more and more winnable, even though Aaron Rodgers just torments us, and at Kirk Cousins, where I'm going to remind you, the last two years, the last two years, Andy Dalton beat Kirk Cousins at Kirk Cousins. And then last year, Cooper Rush in his first ever NFL start beat Kirk Cousins at Kirk Cousins on a Sunday night. Okay? Yeah. So so that happened. So I need Dak to take it up at least a little bit, like 5%. So in other words, you haven't given up hope on this division. I, I have not because it, it still sets up schedule-wise, even though the Eagles have a pretty easy schedule. But at Green Bay looks – it, it looks winnable. Like, yeah. like right here, right now, my team just on defensive long, uh, you know, it should yeah. go win that game. The Kirk Cousins one is, it's dicey because even Kirk Cousins is going to say, you know, heck with this. Like, I, I've lost to him to their backups twice in a row. Is it a primetime game? Okay. I, I don't know if it if is. If it's not a primetime. I, I, I don't think if it's it a, is. If it's not a primetime game, I'm taking first Cousins. Are you? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think Sunday it is. Sunday night or Monday night, I don't want no part of okay. it. Okay. Giants on Thanksgiving. We've been stinking on Thanksgiving. Yeah. The Raiders last year and the Washington before that. But, but we should win that game on Thanksgiving at home. It's what we used to do going into our little mini bye week yeah. of 10 days off. And then Indy at home. I, stink. I, I, okay, that's a Sunday night game. I, I don't know if they stink. They're a little bit dangerous, but we should win that game. We should beat the Texans at home, obviously. We should be able to win at Jacksonville. They're dangerous, but our defense against that young quarterback, I, I just like our chances. Then comes my early Christmas present. I just It's a Saturday day game against the Eagles, but it's Christmas Eve going into, obviously, Christmas Day. I, I think we can win that game. And then we finish at Tennessee. It's 50-50, but I, I right. th they're well coached. They're, they're hard to deal with. They, they can beat anybody at home, but, but I think we could win that game. And then at Washington, it's our arch rival. I don't know what a Washington's going to be at that point. Will they have taken back off under Taylor Heineke? I don't know. The defense played a lot better yesterday. 
It, it does, and it's pretty good. They can get out. It, they can get out the quarterback, but for whatever reason, they didn't do a good job getting out the uh, Cooper Rush. Okay, they played him. Okay, but I just gave you a possibility that my team, led by my defense, led by eleven from heaven, is good enough to rise above this division, even though Dak is not playing as well as those two quarterbacks of the other two teams. But you do realize Phillies played pretty much that same schedule that you got. Okay, they, they do. <laughs> and so I've been telling you, I, I look down the schedule, and I'm, I'm saying I give the Eagles a shot to go undefeated, yeah. to be eclipse the, the Dolphins. Dolphins, who were honored last night right. at the, the night game, obviously, mm -hmm. the, the Tua game. But the, the point is, I'm looking at this like, could we win out? Sure, but Dak's going to have to take it up a level because there were a couple of games in there, like the Cincinnati game or even the Washington game at home, where the, the Dak I've been watching of late might have lost those games because he tries to do too much. He puts the ball in harm's way. If, if he can just be 5% better than Cooper Rush, we have a chance to win out. Well, because the, the Eagles and the Giants, as good as they are in defense, they, they're not as good as we are. No, no. But here's the thing, though, Skip, is that I forgot my train of thought. But yeah. I think the thing is for you guys, your defense, is that going to continue to say, you know what, that Cooper Rush formula works? Or is he going to revert back? Here's my train of thought. This is what I say. Yeah. Oh, as long as you continue to run the ball more than you throw it, you'll be just fine. Where you get into trouble is all of a sudden Dak is throwing 42, 43 times yeah, and agree. you're running it 17, 20 times. No, I got it. So Zeke is now <laughs> – just slightly above his pace of last year when he was 59 <laughs> yards a game. He's now 63 yards a game, but he's running hard, but, and he runs for touchdowns. That's the thing. Yeah. If you look at it, you're like, man, he had 15 carries for three yards, but he had two touchdowns. So the two touchdowns makes you forget that he's under four yards per carry. Okay, so he smells that gold dust <laughs> in the end zone. So I, I got that, and then I got Pollard, who can occasionally hit a home run. Yes. Occasionally, yeah. but, but he's going to lose a lot of yards, too, because yeah. he had a couple more carries yesterday, minus, minus. He has a lot of minus carries, but, but woo. But he gives you that explosive. He gives you that one that can I can hit my head on the goal post from 50. He can't. Zeke's not going to give you that anymore. Yeah. Zeke can, I mean, probably the longest run Zeke probably going to give you is maybe 20 yards. Okay. And we saw so, that. Well, so here's that, the he bottom was. line to this discussion. We no longer have the best quarterback in the division, and I kind of like that if he'll play to this formula. Where we, Last year we led the whole league in points and yards, well, right? What, and it got us where? What normally happens when your quarterback, he's like, they saying this guy better than me. What do they normally do? I got to show you that I'm better than him. Okay, well. Here we go. Well, show me however you can show me. Show me maturity. No, you want him to show you by handing the ball no, off and playing like Cooper Rush. And making the throws that you have to make. Skip, yeah. he's better than Cooper Rush. I don't yeah. care what you say. Okay, well, we'll see. Gotta he hasn't played Gotta get that run better. game going, guys. <laughs> Keep supposing defense is honest. All right, great stuff so far this morning. Still to come, gentlemen, I need you to dive into this Russell Westbrook dilemma. Is his time in L.A. coming to an end? And if it's not, no. what does Darvin Ham do with him now? Good question. That's next, right here on Undisputed. Russell Westbrook spent 11 minutes on the bench down the stretch of the Lakers' loss to the Blazers this weekend. He did return to the game for four and a half minutes during the fourth. During that time, the Lakers went from an eight-point lead to being outscored by 10. Westbrook was then pulled for the final three possessions after he missed a jumper with 20 seconds, 27 seconds left in the game. Shannon, this is a huge issue. What should Darvin Ham do with Russell Westbrook? 
Darvin Ham can't do anything. Rob Polinka should have solved this problem. I don't care if AD's healthy. I don't care if LeBron James is 30 years of age. Russ, LeBron, and AD do not mesh. It's not a fit because Russ isn't a shooter. Russ, Russ needs the ball, and he needs to play a style, a style that's not conducive for LeBron and Anthony Davis. Mm. So Rob Polinka should have taken it. Skip, we should not be talking about Russ three games into the season. Russ should have been gone. I don't know what you're waiting on. Like I said, talking about Thanksgiving, you're probably going to be what? I was thinking maybe 5 and 12. You're probably going to be 2 and 14. Because Wednesday you're at Denver. At Denver. And good luck dealing with Jokic. Good luck with dealing with that. Skip, they're a terrible shooting three. Here's this. LeBron James needs shooters. The Lakers are 16 for 83 on open or wide open threes. That's 19%. Russ has taken 11 wide open threes, the most on the Lakers. He's made one. Skip, you're open for a reason. All these guys are open when they have threes for a reason. Nobody respects you as a shooter. That's why you're open. Oh, you think they're open because they're like, oh, my God. They don't leave Steph Curry wide open. They don't leave Dame Lillard. They don't leave Klay Thompson. Buddy Hill on the season, nine made threes. Lakers starters not named LeBron, nine made threes. Skip, I don't really know what Darvin Ham can do. Darvin Ham is really handcuffed because he, he's still on the team. Rob Palenka could have solved this problem. Surround LeBron with shooters and keep it moving. Now, every game that they lose, the question is going to be, Russ, 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 Russ. Russ' body language is Russ doesn't want to be there, Skip. Mm. He doesn't. The other guys don't want him there. LeBron is going to say all the right things. That's who LeBron is. AD will say all the right things. That's who he is. Mm. But Skip, you can just tell. I've been in locker rooms. I've been, I've been a profe- an ex-professional athlete. Mm. And I know when guys don't want somebody around, they don't want Russ around. Russ doesn't want to be around. It's really that simple. Okay, but we're still back to that diabolical dilemma, <laughs> which is you, you can't get anybody to take him off your hands because nobody why? wants this Skip. without those two draft Skip. picks. Why these, why, so why does the Kevin Durant and all these players keep telling us how great Russ is if nobody wants it? Nobody wants this. It, it would be a monumental headache for somebody to acquire. What, what's to like about him? In my career, I have never seen a, a slam-dunk first ballot Hall of Famer decline so rapidly as Russ has. He is now a liability for LeBron just the way he would be a liability for anybody else. What, what, what can you sell? How, how can he, They see the tape from last year. They've seen the first three games this year. They saw 0 for 11. They saw him pull up and take that, that mid-range jump shot that, that boggled LeBron's mind. They see it. They They'll say, give us the 27 and 29 unprotected first-rounders, and we will take him off your hands. But they're going to want to buy him okay. out, but you're going to want that. He, won't, he, won't, he doesn't want it. He, he won't <laughs> do 75 cents on the dollar. I'm Russell Westbrook. Do you know who I am? That's what His body language is, the reporters after the game, it, the, the undertone was, do, do you know who I am? Do you know who you're asking that question no, that of? That worked for Kevin Durant. Okay, all right. That worked okay. for you. I, I got it. Now back to Darvin Ham. I, I say you're stuck with him. So yeah. I, I have so much respect for Darvin Ham, man of faith. I, I like his basketball backbone. 
but he still has too much respect for what Russ has done in this league. Has done. What he once was. Because that's that's Darvin paid his dues. He came up the hard way in this league. He came off the bench. He knows what that's that's like to be a non-starter in this league, right. but to make a living at this league. And and he's paid his dues of what's been 26 years as an assistant coach mm-hmm. in this league. And he got a shot, and he's seizing the day, but but he's not ready to bench Russ, even though he declared it. That We're going back two Fridays ago. He declared it. Yeah. Yes, we are going to realign. He will come off the bench. Help me out. What happened? What changed before opening night, Tuesday night at Golden State? Well, Russ tried to play in that final preseason game, and he pouted, and he walked off the floor and walked up the tunnel, and he, I'm going to just say it, he faked a hamstring injury. I don't think it was, he just faked it because he was pouting. Right. And Darvin gave in to it, and it bothers me because Darvin Ham is better than that to me. And instead, here we go, opening night, I'm like, what just happened? I thought he was demoted or realigned to be, become the fire starter on the second unit. He's in the starting lineup at Golden State, and he has four horrendous comical turnovers in game number one. In game number two, he goes 0 for 11. He's still in the starting lineup for game three yesterday. Weird starting time, 1230 out here. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing going up against the NFL, but – Whatever. They're the Lakers. They do whatever they want. I don't give a damn who you are. You yeah. could be playing an NBA hey, Finals game. You, you you're, not be- it. you're not beating the Jaguars no, and the Houston Texans. You, you're not. You, you can't. But they did it, so <laughs> God bless them. And what does Russ do? You saw what he did down the stretch of the game. Darvin put him back in with 442 left. He goes back in, and I'm like, oh, my God, because I thought Darvin would finally say, no, I've seen enough of him today. And unfortunately, LeBron and AD saw enough of him down the stretch of that game. He goes two for one. What are you doing? It's it's just thick-headed. It's wrong-headed. That's basketball go, IQ. I know. It's it's low basketball IQ. This is why Kevin Durant said, I got to get out of here, man. I can't win with him as my primary decision-maker. That's why Kawhi Leonard didn't return That call. is correct. And we Paul can go George right down the Paul. list. Skip. They know. But if you look at it, Russ has never been a great shooter. We we good with that. We know but that. He problem, used to be a decent but free But the problem shooter. is not, Skip. Even when he gets to the basket, he's only making less than 50% of those layups. So now, you never shot a mid-range. You never were good at the mid-range. You're not good at three. You were athletic enough to get to the rim. Now you're 50% at the rim. Okay. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm going to stand by what I said going into the season. If Jeannie would swallow the $47 million and send him home, I, I got it. But I promise you, your team would be much better. It would clear the air, it would clear the decks, the cloud would lift off this team. I still kind of like this team with LeBron and AD and Pat Bev and Kendrick Nunn, and we can go down the list of Austin Reeves, and you still got Schroeder who's not healthy yet. You'd be okay. You could be the sixth seed, seventh seed, eighth seed. Right now with Russ, it's hard to rise above him because he has a chilling effect in a negative way on the whole show. It's it's like you can just see their body language like, oh, like LeBron after he took that two-for-one shot. Like LeBron's going, like, what, what, what you doing, bro? What are you doing? Okay, so it, it we get this. It's hard to overcome, and it has – it's like contagious negative. You, you say, okay, they're off to the second worst start of all time shooting from three. Well, it it starts and finishes with him to me. Now, LeBron takes way too many. But, yes, I agree. But, but right now, it's contagious bad where 
once one guy is so bad that the whole arena is groaning when he starts to pull up from the short corner, then then it it, it just trickles down to everybody's psyche where we're all saying, you know, ah, it's, we're no good. It is a skipper. Like, well, he took a bad three. Let me try me yeah, one. Yeah. Well, he took one. He took one. Let yeah. me get me. Let me get into some of the action. Maybe I can reverse this. No, you can't you reverse can't. it. And it goes from bad to worst. And to me, th this is just me. Darvinham finally said good things after the game where I said, okay, maybe this is starting to, to, to sh turn in the right direction where he said, for one person to be in their feelings about when and where and how they should be in the game, I don't have any time for that. Bingo. Bullseye. There it is. I don't care whether, like you said, well, he's going to pout. I don't care if he pouts. <laughs> Just don't play him. Well, what if you don't start him? What if you play him 15 minutes a game? You say he, he'll cause, what, what will he cause? Nobody cares. LeBron doesn't care what he does. It's not going to affect LeBron or AD. But that's the Let thing. him pout. Why would, why would Rob Polinka go ahead and move? Okay, because nobody wants him. He's not going to be bought out. It, it, you're, you're stuck. And it starts with LeBron and AD recruiting him. And Jeannie said, okay, fire away. But it was a two for one. It wasn't just one year or you would have been just fine. Yes. Two years. You're committed. And now you are stuck. And I believe Jeannie's not going to swallow the, the, her pride and, what, and, and give up you, the and two And what you gave heads. up, as much as Kuzma uh, yeah. irked me. I know. He was a better shooter than Russ. Sure. KCP was a better shooter than Russ. Yeah. And KCP really could defend. That that hurts your defense. You got he's our best wing a uh, wing per, uh, defender. Okay. So uh, to me, you should just demote him and forget about him. Just try to keep him out of sight, out of mind, and let Darvin deal with him behind the scenes and just say you're not playing well enough. Skip, we still need shooting. Okay, even if, let's just say for the sake of argument, we take Russ and we put him in the closet like a winter overcoat. That, that is correct. Yep. <laughs> we still need shooting. We still okay. don't have anybody that okay. can shoot. All right. You can still add bits and pieces toward the trade deadline, as he said, after Thanksgiving. But I'm talking about bits and pieces. Skip, you're going to be done by Thanksgiving. You'll be, you'll be trying to play your way back to get to the play. Skip, do you realize how many games they're about to be behind? Look at, you look at the schedule. I know. I, I think they got the Nuggets twice in the next, in the next yeah. week. They, they do have a bunch of home games that they should be able to win. Skip. They just lost two games know. in a row. They you know they were home last year. They I were terrible. They were terrible. I agree. What about Matt Ryan? They're trying to sell Matt Ryan. He is going to be the, the godsend, right? He was good as long as LeBron was on the bench. The moment Bronze, he's man, I'm going to call LeBron. I agree. Don't pass it to me. Yeah. Austin Reeves is not afraid. That's why I like it. We'll see which teams come back to the table, guys. Rumors are Spurs, Charlotte Hornets with Terry Rozier, and then, of course, the Pacers. No. Were the Spurs are playing great. Season. I wouldn't go to great. <laughs> I think Skip. the Spurs are in the they way of the Pelicans. They did beat the Pelicans. <laughs> yeah, but everybody got hurt. But, they, hey, I don't yeah. know if they, yeah, this they is not did. going according to plan if they try to Bad get that big French, the French kid skill. <laughs> you keep winning. <laughs> All right, guys, moving on this morning. Let's jump into Tom Brady a little bit. Is he going to be able to get the Buccaneers turned around? Time yes. to hold on to that division lead. That's coming up next on the other side of this break. And I won't back down. Tom Brady and the Bucks are now three and four on the season after losing to the Panthers yesterday, 21 to three. This is the first time Brady's been under 500 seven games into the season since 2002. Brady says, quote, no one feels good about where we're at. No one feels good about how we've played or what we're doing. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, 
How much do you believe this might be Tom Brady's last season? Last year probably should have been his last season. Um, but this was about Brady. Brady ego would not let him walk away. And the thing was, Skip, is that I don't know anything. Him winning another Super Bowl is not going to change your perception of him. If you believe he's the GOAT, there's nothing else he could do. You don't believe anything that he can do can diminish that. But this was about him. But I know this. He didn't come back to lose to P.J. Walker. He didn't come back to lose to Mitchell Trubisky to lose two games, his last two games, to third-string quarterbacks. That's not what he came back for. Last year, at this point in time, they had outscored their opponents by 86 points, 6-1. and one. Now they're giving their, their, their even, 3-4. and four. And I was, I, we played them in 2002, Skip, when I was in Denver. And they, were, they had just come off that Super Bowl t- uh, season. Right, they ain't come back for this, Skip. You don't put the kind of time in, the kind of effort, risk what he's risked, possibly his relationship, to come back and be fledgling, to be anything less than Super Bowl contending. Now, that's not to say they can't turn it around, but he's when you're like a, a that guy, like a Manning, these great quarterbacks, Skip, losing gnaws at you because you know how much time that you put into it, how much you've invested, and how much is at stake. And so this might be the most miserable Tom Brady has been at any point in time in his career. Obviously, Skip, you know, he tore his ACL and started 2007. That's an injury. But to play the game that he can impact, he's having a miserable – this is, this is bad. And, I, and they're, now, they're going to make the playoffs. They're tied. I mean, division winner always makes the playoffs. And you get a home game. But you in, in the division with Atlanta and, and Carolina and New Orleans, come on. Mm. So they'll win the division and get a playoff game. So you greater said they'll lose their home game? It all depends on who they play. Mm. Well, it's got to be somebody pretty great, right? Well, not necessarily. Mm. I mean, I mean, you will be the wild card, so that means you're going to be on the road. I mean, they could get the Giants. They must right to get the Cowboys. They go home. Mm. They're not beating the Cowboys. No? Cowboys, if they play the Cowboys, Tom Brady will not play next season. Well, last time I saw them play the Cowboys, it was 19-3, to and Dak stunk. I promise you, mm-hmm. if th- that defense is even better now than it was then. Mm. They got six guys on that defensive line that go headhunting. He's not going to – man, look here. Lou Gedeke, I don't know who else they got. They better get another four Tristan worse in order to protect Tom Brady if they play the Cowboys again. That would not be a pretty sight. You should not want that for Tom. All right. So, the reason I believe Tom Brady came back wasn't because of his ego or whatever you say it was. It's because he loves to play football and he was playing at a supremely high level because his peers voted him the best player in all of football at age 44. And Pro Football Focus graded him last year during the regular season the number one quarterback in all the land. That's why he just said, well, why shouldn't I come back? Why should I stay home, Shannon Sharp? Should I just stop because what? Am I hurt? No, I'm not hurt. Am I, am I stinking? No, I'm not stinking. So, in other words, you think Tom Brady is going to be able to throw 40 touchdowns for 5,000 yards until he's 47, 48? He just, you just do it like that. That's what you're thinking. Uh, all I know is he was playing at a supremely high level, at the highest level of any quarterback in football, and he just said, why should I stop now? I love doing this. I love the work. You got to the point where you did not love the preparation, the meetings, and all that goes into it. I think he lives for it. And he knows that if he stopped playing and gave in to what his wife and his kids wanted for him to stay home, it doesn't make him happy. And there could come a point where he'd say, you know what? 
I'm home and I'm not really happy because I know I could still be playing football. That was the dilemma that he faced and, and faced down and finally said, okay, I give up. I'm going in at the risk of losing everything. I'm going in to play football because I think we still have a really good team and we have kicked Bruce Arians upstairs, which is what I wanted because it got a little crazy with him changing our game plans every Friday with his red pencil. Mm -hmm. Whatever Byron and I put together, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all of a sudden he's just red penciling through all of it. No, no, no. Let's do this, this, and this. He got that out of his way. He loves Todd Bowles, and he thought it was going to work. Maybe it diluted the duties of Todd Bowles to the point that he can't focus on the defense the way he used to because he's, he, he's not hands-on coordinating the defense, and maybe it misses him right now. So here's all I know. I picked him to win the Super Bowl, and I'm hanging in with it. It's a long shot. I well could be wrong about this, and you well could be right about this. But I can just tell you this. I will bet you that on Thursday night you're going to see a whole new urgency in that hot, the, the whole roster because they had a game at Pittsburgh that they just mailed in because we got this because they're decimated with injuries. They had a game at Carolina. They're unloading everybody on offense. It's no more Christian McCaffrey. It's no more Robbie Anderson. We got this. And they walk out, and it's like the old thing about you roll your helmets out on the field, and as Todd Bowles has said, we're still living in the fantasy of that we're still Super Bowl champ. Well, that was, that was a couple of years ago now, right? It doesn't carry over. Nobody's afraid of you anymore. And obviously, P.J. Walker – and that run game was not afraid of the Bucks' defense. Well, all of a sudden, the Bucs got to realize we're just like everybody else now, and we got to deal with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens and their tradition on Thursday night, and we're on the solo stage. Welcome back. Here you are. And, and trust me, there's going to be new pep in the step. They're going to play scared, and I think they will play much better because you'll see urgency in everything that they do. So in other words, concentration. You believe, you believe the last two weeks they played down the competition. Way, way down. And they they, know they, the they didn't take either team seriously, and, and it's like, here we go. We'll, we'll turn it around today. No, you won't unless you do it. You, you have to go turn it around. Mike Evans has to catch the first ball. And then from there on, you got to concentrate. And Tom's got to be more locked in. And it's got to move. And every, the, the line has to block harder and concentrate harder. And then the, the schedule, I, I just look down at it. I, I got to tell you, ain't easy. They got the Rams at home, and I know the Rams are struggling, but you know that'll be a fight. The defense can still get out the time. And then, then they got to play Seattle in Germany, but look what Seattle's been doing. Geno okay. Smith might be the surprise of the season. Okay, then the we year. got we got a bye week. Will Grant come back? I hope so. You think no, but I think yes. Can can you get well over the bye week? Then they have to go to Cleveland, and then all, all of a sudden you got um, you got the Saints on Monday night, which is always a division rivalry, and you stink against the Saints at home usually. But then you have to go to the 49ers. And I know Mahomes blew him out yesterday after he fell behind. Where they, can, where they can get after your quarterback. Yeah, and, and then you got the Bengals at home, and the Bengals are cooking. They're catching fire. That, that quarterback is on fire. And those receivers. Okay. And then at Arizona, they have to get better because D hops back, and they're just going to get better. And that's on Christmas Day. And then you finish with two games you should win. You got Carolina at home and at Atlanta, but it won't be a gift. But I'm just saying. This is hard, but they are capable. I still think there's enough talent if they start to get healthier in the defensive secondary. I'm sticking with them, and I'm sticking with their ability to fix it on the fly. But here we go. Skip, your quarterback will have to play better. He, he's going to have to play better? We can I say agree. the defense, and yeah, the I, defense. I, I thought the defense would be better than what they are. Well, obviously. I would concede that. 
Well, Skip, he's going to have to play. Okay, better. he's going to, and I believe that he came back to play better. He, you're right. He didn't see. He didn't, come, he didn't come back to play like this, Skip. You know, if, if this continues, Skip, you know he's not coming back. He's not coming back. Remember, if his remember when when he said uh, allegedly they're going to stick with that? Yeah. Well, well, that's what he's thinking now about. I just lost to that. And yes. that? Yes. You know, with yes. that word, yes. right? Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Trubisky and PJ. Yes. He lost to that and that. Yes. Yep. I love yes. a 10 point dog and a 13 and a half point dog. I got it. Yeah. Joe Burrow looked amazing yesterday. 450 passing yards. That team is clicking. Ooh. Another one that's clicking pretty well Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Did Pat Mahomes <laughs> prove he's the best quarterback in the NFL yesterday? <laughs> Gotta get you two to weigh in on this one when Undisputed returns. Starting out down 10 nothing last night, Patrick Mahomes led the Chiefs to a 44-23 win over the 49ers. Mahomes finishing with 423 passing yards, three touchdowns, and one interception in the comeback win, which, by the way, was on the road, hostile territory. Shannon, did this reinforce your belief that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL? What he did against the Niners skip was very, very impressive, but I didn't need to see anything to change my mind. I've always thought he was the best quarterback, even when he lost against the Colts on the road, even when he lost at home to uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I didn't need to see anything. Can you imagine? I mean, he lost Tyreek, and everybody thought he was doomed. And I said, it's going to look different than in years past. It's going to be 10, 12 play drives as opposed to three and a 75-yard touchdown to Tyreek Hill. Mm. Those days are over. They don't have anybody that can get down the field like a Tyreek. He's a, he's a game changer. There's only been a handful of guys, Skip, that possess the kind of speed that he has with the ball in his hands. Yep. A Bob Hayes, a Randy Moss, guys that can have outstanding speed that transferred onto the football field. Yep. That's what Tyreek gave him. Mm -hmm. But, Skip, he went on the road against the Niners defense. Top defense and points, top 10 defense and points allowed. Top three in net yards allowed. Second in sacks. And he goes out there and he throws for three touchdowns, 423 yards. Now, this season, Patrick Mahomes leads the NFL in passing yards, lead the league in passing touchdowns, number one in QBR. Since he started, quarterback wins, he's number one, 54. Almost 21,000 yards, 302 passing yards a game, 101, 171 passing touchdowns. Mm -hmm. mm. Best quarterback in football. Mm. I just watched him a week ago get outplayed at home by Josh Allen, and I said, that's good. I I'll take Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes. I just watched, I watched Tom Brady get outplayed by P.J. Okay, Walker. Well, is P.J. Walker better? Okay, if this P isn't about Tom I just use your logic. Okay, but those are the two best young guns going head-to-head. -head. I thought you liked Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. And by the way, he, he was sensational yesterday because he finally got T. Higgins back. And when you got three... You, you can't deal with this team because <laughs> T. Higgins caught 93 yards worth. And the other two, look at Tyler Boyd. He's 155. And, of course, Jamar Chase is 130. And Joe Burrow is 481. It's, it's off the charts what he's doing. And I watched him go into Kansas City in the AFC Championship game and outplay and beat Patrick Mahomes. So, to me, I put him and Josh Allen slightly above Patrick Mahomes. So, you watch, you watch Patrick Mahomes beat Josh Allen twice in the playoffs. It never did you say Patrick Mahomes is better than Josh Allen. Okay, right here, right now, I saw Patrick Mahomes throw a horrendous in interception into the end zone against Josh Allen that 
I just can't live with. And I saw him throw a pretty bad one yesterday early that put them in a 10 to nothing hole, and then here he came. And nobody's better coming from a 10 okay. nothing down. Okay. Nobody can touch that okay. record. I got it. I, I thought Brady in his heyday was never. Better never. Look at look, I look at look at the percentage. Win percentage when the quarterback gets down by 10. Okay, but yet I, I look at what's happening here, and. A lot of these yards, like McKinnon had a big one for 34 yards, and there's so much run after catch right now that Skip. they're getting that I didn't think they'd have with Tyreek. But hold on, that's your question. Skip, how do you think Brady does it? Brady wasn't throwing bombs. It's Edelman. It's, Walk it's Welker. It's Amendola. It's yards after the catch. It's Gronk. And now you using – that's all – that's a part of it. When the guy throws the ball five yards and the guy goes 80, Tom Brady gets credit for an 80-yard touchdown, right. not I a five-yard pass. All right. I'm just saying – Patrick is still too careless with the football for my taste. I'll take Burrow and I'll take Josh Allen. I'll take the 20 touchdowns and the five picks. Okay. You take that? Well, the five picks can be like eyesores. And what about the 20 touchdowns? Yeah. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, but how did he do that? Okay. The Clyde Edwards Alaire. Huh. When he throws it, but when he when he underhanded it to uh, Kelsey. Okay. We'll see. It's, we it's gotta come back go, to gentlemen. It I'm bidding for a touchdown. This debate is gonna it's play out all season mm -hmm. long. I have a strong feeling. All right, how far will the Cowboys' defense be able to carry Skip's team? Good we got to get to that, guys, on the other side of this break. Micah 11 from heaven. We go to church. We gonna have confession. My own Micah 11 from heaven. 11 from the Cowboys. Learn a hard lesson. Terminator, a Terminator. A one man, cold-blooded force of nature. Terminator, a Terminator. Everybody knows your quarterback is in danger. This is an LT. Quickness off the line. I look at the screen, I'm looking for 11. He's better than LT. 11 from heaven. My own Micah, 11 from heaven. Special, phenomenal, cerebral, natural. My own Micah, 11 from heaven. Unstoppable. He has changed the way my cowboys play. He has with my team back on the stage. He has that rare knack. I want the quarterback. He's quick. He's fast. That's just a simple fact. Sacks and tackles. That's something I want. He's getting to the football. Like it or not. All in favor, raise your hands. My own Micah, 11 from heaven. We go in the church. Micah Parsons and that Cowboys defense added again yesterday, forcing five turnovers and their 24-6 win over the Lions. Parsons had one sack and forced a fumble in the win. Cowboys now tied for the fourth most takeaways on the season, second in points allowed per game. Shannon, prediction time. How far can the Cowboys' defense carry this team? Play like they played yesterday and what I've seen from them in spurts. They can get to the NFC Championship game and possibly the Super Bowl. Yes, They're sir. They're that good. Yes, sir. They can attack your quarterback, and now, they can turn, and now they've gotten back to turning you over like they did last year. That defense is good enough to carry him. Now, offensively, you can't put him in harm's way. 
You can't give them give a, a team short field. You can't get you know keep going three and out and keep putting them back that, out there. But if the Cowboys can just give them say Dak can score twenty to twenty four points a game, yeah, they can go all the way. Skip. They're that they're that good. They're that good. Shannon Sharp. They just keep getting better. When I least expected it, Sam Williams, second round Ole Miss, is starting to look like a little touch of Micah here and there, where, where he's starting to rise and shine. Congratulations to Will McClay on that, because all of a sudden he's replacing that guy you guys stole, right? Randy Gregory. Yep. Randy Gregory, who's on IR now in Denver. Yep. Mm -hmm. When I look at the line, it, it's contagious Micah, where everybody's starting to feed off him. Now Dante Fowler will make a couple of plays a game. D-Law makes two or three plays a game, both against the run and the pass, and he's the one who rocked Jamal Williams in the hole and made him spit it up yesterday. Armstrong, every game. Every, every game, I see a flash. Wolf Hunter is playing at, back at his sort of old Pro Bowl level because he's howling. Playing for a contract, Skip. He's playing for a contract. <laughs> did, he, did he pick up that field? Yeah, so you got him. Yeah, yeah. But you know he can run, and yeah. you know he's athletic. So and, and all of a sudden, you got to healthy. And, and he's healthy. And listen, Trevon Diggs, he was a cluer, he's a gambler, and now he's looking like a Pro Bowler to me. He's just looking like a real, like a star cornerback to me, right? Great. If it touches his hand, he's going to catch it. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you look at the safeties. Donovan Wilson looks like he's a Pro Bowl safety yeah. to me because – he wreaks havoc. He, he's the best blitzer on the team. Yep. And Curse is, is a stud. And, and Malik Hooker has always been a high-picked stud out of Ohio State. So they're three, they got a three-headed monster at safety. And I'm saying they lost Jordan Lewis, and it sounds like God bless him, but it sounds like he might be gone for the year with a mm. Liz Frank injury. But the point is they're deep there because that, that bland kid that they drafted out of the fifth round, yeah. he, he looks like he's a keeper and a player. So – feeding off Micah, the marauders just keep marauding and marauding. And I'm with you. I, I picked them to get to the NFC Championship game. I don't love the offense. I need Dak to take it up that yeah. that level above Cooper Rush. But Cooper Rush saved the season, and now it, it's like they're in position to win out. And if they win out, God only knows how far they could go because they, they just keep feeding off each other. Because when I look at it, when I look at the NFC skip, I don't see an offense that either. like – Oh man, they're gonna they're gonna just go out there and just drop 35 on me. I don't see an offense like that. Like I said, if Dak can just do Dak doesn't skip, Dak doesn't need to be Josh Allen. He doesn't need to be Mahomes or he Joe Burrow. He does Burr. not. Nope. Just run the football more than you throw it. Don't put the ball in harm's way. Skip, uh, last year they led the league in turnover takeaways. Round their fourth. They tied for fourth. They're number one in sacks. Now, if your defense is, is top three in sacks, top three in takeaways, Ooh. top and now what they're second in points allowed. And who should I be afraid of offensively in the NFC right now? It's not Brady anymore, no, obviously. No. It's not the Rams anymore no. offensively, right? No. Okay, who is it? We're, we're, am I supposed to be afraid of Seattle? No. Right? No. I mean, you, you're, the biggest threat is in your own division. Okay, it is. It, it's the Eagles. And, and I love the way Jalen Hurts functions. I, I love the way he operates. I love his playmaking capability. But am I afraid of – I'm not afraid of them. The thing that would get you need a, a quarterback that's not mobile don't really have a chance against the Cowboys because they're gonna just they can just track you down. Yeah, Hurts can get out of harm's way. You run past him, he can jump out the window he can. like he did. Uh, like he well, did. Well, he did. The, he converted three, three straight third three downs, times. and it was all on him and his playmaking. Yeah, but none of the other quarterbacks in the NFC skip should concern you. Thank you.
first positive thing you've said all day. All right, I'll right, be very complimentary of that. <laughs> Still yeah. to come. we got to leave this one here. We've got some video featuring Mike Evans that you cannot <sighs> miss. It's this? a very bizarre <laughs> situation. <laughs> That's coming up when Undisputed returns. Buccaneers did not, after their loss yesterday, a referee, if you watch here, appears to be asking Mike Evans for his autograph in the tunnel. Shannon, what's your reaction? It's not a good look. He's he planning on retiring, Skip, because uh, Jeff Lambrett and uh, Trip Sutter, one's been in the league 20 seasons, the other's been in the four. Mm. And the officials know you cannot give the, uh, the look of the... Uh, of impropriety. No. Skip, it's happened one time before in 1995. Jerry Bergman Sr. went to the Packers locker room, mm. got Brett Favre's autograph. Wow. He was fined $2,000, and he never worked another game after well, 1995. Okay. Either those guys are retiring or they chose not to work anymore after this year. Well, obviously, Mike didn't get any favorable calls yesterday because <laughs> yeah. they lost 21-3, right. but I was shocked by how bad a look this was. And in public, surely, in, in public you, you can't sit. It's almost like a Saturday Night Live routine. It's it, so bad. Yes. But, again, has to be a fine, has to be some discipline. Oh, yeah. And there's no way that this ref is going to be assigned to any Tampa Bay games in the near future. I, sure. I don't, they're probably not going to work any more. Skip, look, if you want me to sit here and say no NBA official got a, a Larry Bird or Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson or Dr. J autograph, bull jive. They're just smart enough to how to yeah. go about it. Yeah. You can't do this in camera shot or how it got out when the guy went in the Green Bay locker room, how it got out, but somebody yeah. told that. Well, this is wildfire in the Internet right now, yeah. right? In, in, the, in the tunnel. In the tunnel, Skip. In, anymore, you can't do anything in the tunnel. No. It's all it, – the tunnel has a thousand eyes. It's, man, look here. The moment you leave your house, you get cameras everywhere. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Great show, gentlemen. We're out of time, so we've got a wrap, but we'll be back tomorrow morning.